some potential matchups here and uh, big consequences for the national championships. Yeah, and Jeff, a score that has just come in has really caught our eye. This All right, uh, we have apparently lost uh, Daryl and Richard temporarily, uh, so we'll try and uh, get right back to them and uh, get uh, this uh, big score, which uh, Daryl is following there. Concordia taking on Laval uh, in the uh, RSEQ, the Quebec Conference, and uh, a big game going on there tonight, so we'll get to that and we'll get back to Daryl in just a moment. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR. UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily, at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take-home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. Penny Clark, president of the CITR Student Executive. Between March 7th and 11th, the UBC's Alma Mater Society will be holding a referendum. By voting yes, you will be supporting the continuation of the UPASS and a new free structure to improve AMS student services. This new fee structure includes a $1 increase for CITR and will protect our current funding in the future. With the additional dollar, we will launch a DJ training program, beat matching and spinning, and offer free DJs for your student events. CITR is committed to serving students and staying tuned to student needs. Between March 7th and 11th, vote yes in the AMS referendum. Yes! Are you a UBC student taking first year economics, math, chemistry, or physics? That stuff is hard. Are you feeling like you need some tutoring? That's okay, because the AMS offers free and appointment tutoring for students in these subjects. Whoa! How does it work? It's on a first-come, first-served basis, and there's no need to sign up. Just show up with your books and your questions. Whoa! When does it happen? Monday to Thursday from 3 to 7 at the Sub Pacific Spirit Cafeteria, located beside the Starbucks. Whoa! A-plus, here I come. Jazz is a word that means many different things to many different people. The best definition of jazz that I know of is the jazz show on CITR with yours truly, Gavin Walker. Monday nights, 9 to midnight with the jazz feature at 11 o'clock. Check us out every Monday.
Jeff Sargent back with you here live at CITR Studio One. We've got Daryl and Richard back on the line. Daryl, are you with us? Yeah, uh, thank you very much, Jeff. You know, here's how it works this weekend, everybody. This is the Canada West Final Four. I think my favorite basketball weekend of the year. I'm Daryl Wiener. Joining me uh, for our pregame show right now is Richard Zussman. Welcome to our Canada West Final Four pregame show. And Richard, here's the way it works this weekend is the winners of these semi-final games tonight, UBC Alberta, Saskatchewan, Trinity Western, are going to make the national championship tournament. We'll have the final tomorrow. But if one of these teams loses, most likely UBC, Trinity Western, or Saskatchewan, the number two, three, and four teams in the country, they could go to tomorrow. If they win the bronze, they most likely make it to national still. But there's a score coming <laughs> in from McMaster right now where if that holds, must win games all the way tonight. Nobody's getting the wild card in this tournament if this score holds. No, it's all changing right now. Laurie up 60 to 50 over Carlton. The way it works is there are seven bids that are automatic out of the eight. There's one wild card bid. Carlton's been number one pretty much the whole season in the country. Likely the panel will choose them to go to Halifax and play a team that's been dominant over the last 10 years. Last year, UBC needed help because a year ago tonight on the Friday night, a hot Saskatchewan team came in there and beat them. Any nerves, you think, from the UBC team because of what happened last year? You know, I was at practice today. UBC coming into this game with a record of 22-2, and and UBC is going to be taking on the Alberta Golden Bears. The winner goes to Nationals, the loser goes to the Bronze, and we'll have to vibe for that wild card spot. UBC's taking on an Alberta team tonight that has two first-team Canada West All-Stars. It is actually the last team to beat UBC this year. November 5th, one of two games UBC lost this year in Edmonton. Alberta beat UBC this year. and uh, But I was at the UBC practice this morning, and this is a team that's really been able to sleepwalk through the season. They haven't faced... Top, well, any of these teams here, they, they're the first three weeks of the year, these were the teams yeah, they played. And, and the last few weeks have been cakewalks. They uh, yeah. went on the road and destroyed Regina. They played here. They were winning games by more than 30 points a game. And now you have Tess coming into your own yeah. building. Well, they did go to Victoria last yeah, weekend. And played great. And, and they did. And they actually were trailing early in the third quarter in the first game last weekend in Victoria. They ended up winning both. But I think that was a good test. But, you know, I was at the gym. This is a psyched-up UBC team tonight. This is a pumped-up UBC team. This is a veteran team. So, Richard, if you're asking my question, does UBC have nerves for this basketball team tonight? I'm going to actually say no. I think they're excited that this weekend is finally here. Now, you can tell us a lot about UBC's opponent, the Alberta Golden Bears. Their head coach is going to be with us momentarily. Second-year man Greg Francis is going to be talking to you in a second. You did, you did the PA for these guys last year. Yep. Uh, tell us about Richard, this up-and-coming number 13 in the country. Very good team, the Alberta Golden Bears, who have already beaten UBC this year. UBC's biggest strength is their experience. Guys who have been to the Final Four here, have been to the Nationals. There are... The last time U of A was in the National Championship was 07-08. The only guy on this roster that was on that team is C.G. Morrison. He took a year off last year. Now he's back with the Bears. They're led by two guys who are on uh, the Canada West first team for this year, Daniel Ferguson and Jordan Baker. Jordan Baker is a sensational basketball player. He was a CIS all uh, 
Canadian on the rookie team last year. Uh, this year, he's uh, first team in Canada West. Uh, he is a dynamic scorer. He is a big-time rebounder. His father played for the Golden Bears for a long time. He was a star over four years of Canadian during his time. Uh, I have a close friend who's the play-by-play -play guy for the Bears now. He says Jordan Baker, when he finishes, will be the best Golden Bear of all time. A guy that he expects to lead this team, if not this year, but next year and the year after, to back to national championships. You mentioned Greg Francis, the new head coach. Don Horwood was the coach of this team for a long, long time. Uh, he's, he led the team to multiple national championships, a Canada West championship. The, the most recent was 04 05. Francis takes over. This is only his second year, and this is the first time he's bringing a team to this level. I chatted with him a little bit earlier. He says he's a little bit worried about how his young guys are going to adapt to facing these veterans. We're going to chat with him a little bit more about that in a couple of minutes. And then you have Daniel Ferguson, a big-time scorer, leading scorer on this ball team, one of the top scorers in the country. A transfer uh, played uh, ball at uh, Community College in Ontario. He's now at the University of Alberta takes a lot of shots and takes away opportunities from other guys, but he's able to hit a lot of those. He puts up big points. And uh, it comes down to those two guys to lead the team, and then they have some bit players, and we'll be uh, filling you in on those guys as we move along during the pregame and during the broadcast. Uh, what the UBC guys tell me is Daniel Ferguson, quickest release in maybe the entire country, definitely in this conference. The score currently, and we are keeping our eye on this one because this makes it a must-win game for every team in the Final Four tonight. Laurier 61, Carlton 52, 346 to go in the third quarter. We're going to be keeping our eye on that because if Carlton loses, Richard, you say they probably get the wild card. They will get the wild card if Carlton loses that game. Um, our other game, Richard, and you're gonna have on uh, Greg Francis, momentarily the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Our other game tonight is um, Trinity Western versus Saskatchewan. You cannot ask, I'm a big UBC guy, but it's two versus 13. That's gonna be a great game. But you got a grudge match tonight between Saskatchewan and Trinity Western, the number three and four teams in the country. The loser, if Carlton wins, Great shot at the bronze medal tomorrow, of course. If they win that, probably go to Nationals. But if Carlton, if this score holds and Carlton loses tonight, that Saskatchewan-Trinity game this evening, quite frankly, could be right up there with any game that happens in the entire CIS this year. Both teams led by superstars, of course. Uh, UBC fans, if you've been around this gym the last few years, or followed the Thunderbirds, Jacob Dirksen. Two years ago, he was the CIS Player of the Year for Trinity Western. Uh, the big man in his fifth year this year. Great again. Jacob Dirksen statistics, 23 points on the season, averaging just a boatload of rebounds. But Jacob Dirksen last weekend in a three-game series victory versus Fraser Valley put up 30 points per game. That's what he averaged last weekend. You've got fifth-year big man in the middle, Jacob Dirksen. He's a Canada West first-team all-star this year. No surprise there. For the Saskatchewan Huskies, who came in here last year and shocked everybody, not only winning this tournament, beating UBC on the Friday, they went in to Nationals last year, beat UBC in that championship game. So Saskatchewan is here again tonight, but last year they were led by a man by the name of Sharon Glover, Michael Linklater, Troy Gotsling. 
all of those guys are not back this year. They've got a replacement though, Jamel Barrett. Barrett on the season uh, led the Canada West in scoring. This is a guy to watch out for for the Saskatchewan Huskies here tonight. But right now I'm gonna send you over to Richard Sussman. Richard is with the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, Greg Francis, who are getting set to take on UBC in about 18 minutes time. Coach, Richard, Co take it away. Coach Francis, uh, Don Horwood caught you in the hallway there, an all-time great coach. Your team comes in here, not a lot of experience. What did Coach Horwood have to say to you about this ball game? Oh, you know what, Coach Horwood, I think he's mellowing out a bit. He's always very cool with us. He tells us to just go in and have fun. But we all know when you see Coach Horwood coaching, he's a lot more intense than that. So, Coach Francis, uh, fans in Vancouver don't know a lot about your basketball team. You faced UBC twice on the road, you split. How do you break down this uh, young squad that you have? You know what, we ha I think we have an exciting team. Uh, we're definitely learning the game, learning to play together because we still have a lot of new guys in our fold. But at the same time, I think some of the teams around the league know that we have some potential. But obviously playing a UBC team that's so seasoned, so experienced on their home court, you know that's going to be a tough task for us. How do you score baskets? You have two guys that were named today on the Canada West first team. Are those the guys you're going to rely on, or do you need help from those other guys on the floor? Oh, most definitely. Those two guys, they, they score, but they also do a lot of other things. Jordan Baker is one of the top rebounders in the league, and Daniel Ferguson can be a very tough matchup for any other guard in the league. But at the same time, we know that when we play well and when we manage to beat good teams, it's usually a Todd Bergen handing out and having a big game. A Kenny Otiano coming up with uh, some big plays. And I think a guy like C.G. Morrison, who's a fifth-year guy for us, can come off the bench and be just as explosive as anybody else in the league. How important is making it to Halifax uh, for the final eight in this country? You know what, I, I like my team right now because I don't think, I don't hear them talking much about it. I don't talk much about it. For us, we're trying to win the Canada West. We have, we're in the semifinals. It's been uh, a great ride so far, but we're just trying to win each game and uh, the importance is there in the back of our minds, but we have a big team right in front of us and let's see how we can play. In terms of Canadian basketball, you had one of the great moments when you played for Fairfield against UNC in the NCAA basketball tournament. Do you talk about that moment, bringing these guys to the same sort of situation? Uh, not really. You know, we have uh, Picarazzi's on our staff, and both of us played for Canada and have some very cool experiences, but I think it's about these guys making their own way. Um, University of Alberta has a great basketball tradition, so I just try to make the guys think about making their stamp on the university, making their stamp on the, on the country in basketball. Where do we see that extra scoring? You, met, you mentioned Todd, you mentioned Kenny. Who else on this roster should the listeners be aware of before we get underway here? You know, a guy who's getting better for us all the time, one of my favorite guys is Rob Dewar. You know, he's a big guy. He can play a little bit of outside game, but you know, this last weekend against UVic, I think he's really come out defensively, and he's a guy that can finish inside a lot better. Mean anything you were the last team in the country to beat this UBC team? <laughs> Man, I can't believe they haven't lost since then. I don't, the good thing about UBC, if you're a UBC fan, is they don't seem to remember much about losing. So we got to refresh their memory tonight somehow. We talked about scoring. Last question for you, because I know you got lots of work to do, is how do you slow down this UBC team? They sometimes have six, seven guys that go into double figures. Wow, I thought we did a very good job against them back in November at slowing down their transition. But you still look up, they're still high 80s. They're in the 90s a lot of nights. Um, 
we have to make sure that they don't get run in and they have a, a great player, Nathan Yu, that has always given me fits the last two years. He's a guy that can come off the bench and score 30. So we got to make sure that we stop the transitions and contain Nathan Yu. I know we'll see you all weekend, so we'll catch up with you later on, but good luck tonight. All right, thank you. And uh, wish good luck to the squad, and uh, we'll catch up with you uh, post-game. We'll have a good one. All right, take care, Coach. That's uh, Coach Greg Francis joining us, uh, coach of the University of Alberta Golden Bears, and he says uh, one of the big uh, issues, Daryl, is going to be slowing down the transition for the uh, T-Birds. Well, yeah, that's where UBC's really made a living in this Kevin Hansen era. That's the way this team is built. Uh, they like to run. They like to push the ball down the floor. Um, but Josh White, that's one thing that he does give UBC is he can be a dominant player in that set offense. And what I love about this game tonight here, Richard, is, and both games this weekend, is you've got teams that have both split in the regular season right now, and it is gonna be a doozy. UBC and Alberta, they split in Edmonton earlier in the year, but that second game coming up, and we're watching this Carlton score going into the fourth quarter. Laurier leading Carlton by a score of 65 to 60. So Carlton's closing in, but we'll keep our eye on that one. Saskatchewan and Trinity Western. Those teams split earlier in the year in Langley. We'll see what happens in that great battle tonight. Uh, joining me, had to get off work a little early. He's used to the eight o'clock start, but we saved your spot nice and warm. Doug Richards, who never will miss a game that UBC's in that he can make. Doug, how you doing tonight? Well, it was touch and go there for a while, I'll tell you. <laughs> you try to extract yourself from the office on occasion. <laughs> um, Doug, UBC taking on the Alberta Golden Bears right now, split during the season. UBC in the Kevin Hansen era, six and one in this Canada West semifinal game, which guarantees you that automatic berth at Nationals. But that one loss, Doug, last year on this very court to Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's right. You can't take anything for granted. This is a completely new season. Doesn't matter what happened during the regular season, but uh, Alberta, one of two teams to beat UBC yeah. so far this season. And that was on a last uh, second tip by Daniel Ferguson, I believe. And Doug, I'm just gonna say it, Saskatchewan will be taking on Trinity Western in the second game. They split earlier in the year. You got Jamel Parrott of Saskatchewan taking on Jacob Dirksen of Trinity Western, and there's a score out east. Carlton going into the fourth quarter, trailing Laurier by five. And if Carlton loses tonight, they will pretty much guaranteed get that national wildcard berth, which will make both games tonight must win for everybody. It's gonna be a great night of basketball. Yes, it is, and thank you for uh, ruining it uh, for me on the uh, OWA or OUA uh, game because I am taping that and I wanted to watch it after I got home tonight. Well, tough luck, Doug. We're following it on the web here. <laughs> tough luck, Doug. Uh, Richard, your thoughts. This is going to be a great weekend of basketball, though. Yeah, it should be. It's outstanding. One of the best uh, in terms of basketball that you'll see because these teams are so close. They're so talented. You have a huge uh, difference in terms of the teams here. One has experience, one doesn't have any experience. But uh, the Bears have some athletes. It will be interesting to see Jordan Baker play. The last time I saw him play in person was a year ago at the end of last year. And the way that he developed throughout the season last year was remarkable. More confident going to the basket, more confident taking shots, more confident crashing the boards for offensive rebounds. And this is just a year later, and we'll see a lot more of that. This is a guy that uh, will become 
become one of the top three players in this league by the time he's finished in Edmonton. And Doug, on the UBC side of the ball, Thunderbirds number two in the country, trying to get to that national championship tournament for the eighth time in nine years. But one thing UBC has struggled with in recent years is the last three times, and it's happened in the last five years, that UBC has hosted this tournament they haven't won it. They lost to UVic back in 2006, Calgary in the final two years ago, and the SAS semi game last year. Well, it's time to get the monkey off their back and uh, get it done because, uh, you know, you don't want to leave anything to chance this year. You want to get into the uh, the Nationals. You want to win tonight and then uh, uh, come in, uh, back tomorrow and have yourself a good game against whoever happens to, uh, uh, to show up for that one, whether it be Saskatchewan or Trinity Western. You know, I'd love to see a UBC Trinity Western uh, <laughs> match here because uh, I don't think we saw Trinity Western at their best at the beginning of uh, uh, of the season when UBC swept them out at uh, the Langley Civic Center. Um, Doug, this matchup, UBC and the Alberta Golden Bears tonight, um, and you mentioned it, UBC, of course, on this gigantic winning streak right now, but the last time the Thunderbirds lost, November 5th in Edmonton, 81-76 against this Alberta Golden Bears team. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, as Richard mentioned, this is a pretty darn good team. Uh, Alberta has some uh, some very good athletes. He mentioned Jordan Baker. I mentioned Daniel Ferguson. They're going to have to have the uh, people who uh, are on the bench uh, play a big role today, though, I would think. Uh, joining us right now, Randy Norris, assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds. Randy, we're looking at this score. I know you guys don't want to think about that, but Carlton losing to Laurier right now. This could be a must-win game for you right this instant. Oh, oh you got to throw my mic on. There you go, go Randy. You know what? That, he was that, speechless. That's, <laughs> what, that's what we're treating it as. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think you ever want to bank on a wild card because that's exactly what it is. It's a wild card. So, uh, our goal is to come out and win today and just worry about that. Uh, Randy, is there something staying with this team from this very tournament last year, losing to Saskatchewan in the semi? Are you a more focused group right now? I think so. I think so. Um, I think we're really focused on the process that we need to uh, to do to get the outcome that we want. Um, I, I think it all comes down to comes down to that and our ability to be focused and ready to play and I think our guys are going to play really well today. Uh, Randy, I was at practice this morning and I got to say afterwards you guys actually look like a really excited group. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, with having a veteran group, I think that's the one thing is that they're real excited and, uh, you know, it's bad to say, but they kind of knew where at the beginning of the year we, they expected to be hosting Final Four. Yeah. And just like me and Kev, we expected it a little bit. Um, and I think our guys, this is what they've been playing the whole season for. So st starts tonight. Uh, Randy, this Alberta Golden Bear team, the last team to beat you November 5th in Edmonton. They've got two Canada West first team all-stars, the big man, Jamie Baker, the guard, Daniel Ferguson. Tell us about this matchup tonight. You have lost to this team this year, UBC and Alberta. You know what? I think both those guys are, are great players and, and they have some really other, they have some really other, uh, some younger players that are very really quite good um, they're a very good team. Um, and that's the great thing about playing uh, at this time of year is everybody's good. So it's uh, guys got to come out and put it on the floor and see what, see what we got tonight. And Randy, of course, you used to play in the AUS, but the quality of teams here, you have Alberta, but then 
you know, not to slight them, but you've got the number two, three, and four teams in the country. You and it's going to be Sask and Trinity up next. Is this as good a Final Four, a conference championship weekend you've seen? Uh, you know what? I, I think there's been some other good ones. I mean, with Sask and Calgary last year, that was pretty good. Um, I think Canada West has been one of the best conferences for the last, uh, or in, in, one of the better conferences for the last couple of years, so. Awesome stuff. Randy Knorr. Okay, thanks, guys. Randy, get her done tonight. Uh, there you have it, Doug. Randy Knorr, assistant coach, and Richard Sussman is going to be with us for our timeouts and on the sideline for this basketball game. He's also going to have Scott Allen, head coach of Trinity Western at halftime. But Randy Knorr, you said it, Doug. They believe they are a more focused group because of that loss last year to Sask in the semi. Well, yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a wake-up call for them because it could have meant that they weren't going to be going to Nationals uh, last year, and it was the wild card that, uh, that got them in there. Both teams getting ready on the court. We're about six minutes away from uh, uh, the tip-off in this game, and, uh, you know, uh, Daryl, uh, you know, I think this is going to be just a, an outstandingly competitive ball game, and uh, I would expect that UBC is going to get their first true test of, uh, you know, uh, 2011, if not, uh, you know, uh, November and December of 2010. Uh, there is a buzz right now in this building. This is, Doug, quite frankly, Canada West Final Four. You know, I'll just say it. This is the weekend of the year, isn't it? Oh, oh certainly. Uh, this is the most competitive uh, weekend of basketball that you're going to see here, except for the... Uh, uh, the national tournament and that's somewhere over the other end of the country and uh, you know everybody seems to want to get there I guess there's a good reason for that it means championship basketball but I'll tell you I don't know if I'd want to go to the Maritimes right now uh, Doug three players I want to mention for yeah. UBC but really two more you've got three seniors on this UBC team Josh White who's been as good as any Thunderbird that I've ever seen looking to go to nationals his third year in a row all three years here at UBC but even more impressive Brett Malish and Alex Murphy with a win tonight become the first Thunderbirds ever to clinch a spot at Nationals all five years they've been at this school yeah and, and that is uh, an outstanding achievement because when you think about it uh, there are so many players I mean 90 percent of the players um, don't even get uh, to uh, a single uh, national uh, championship and Doug, I mentioned it a little earlier on in this broadcast, but one thing Alex and Brent have never done, they've got all these accolades, two Canada West championships, they've never won the conference title at here. They've never lost it here at UBC, and the Thunderbirds have not won this tournament their last three times here, and I mentioned it last week, the host team in this Canada West championship hasn't won this tournament for five years. Again, it's time to get the monkey off your back. <laughs> and get it done. I mean, that's all there is to it. Just get out there, play basketball. We know the Thunderbirds have a tremendously deep team. We know they have the talent. We know they have the ability to do it. So let's just go out there and get it done. And once again, How's Doug, that for a pep talk? I should go in there and give that <laughs> to the Thunderbirds. Just do it. Our second game tonight, of course, Saskatchewan and Trinity Western, the number three and four teams going at it. Uh, in the country. They split earlier in the year. Uh, Doug, you got to stick around and watch that one. Vern Knopf's going to have the color with us for the second game, but that is going to be a beauty. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I saw uh, the Saskatchewan Trinity Western, uh, the Friday night game, where uh, it was pretty much of a Trinity Western runaway until the end of the game when uh, Jamal Barrett uh, started pulling uh, Saskatchewan back into the game. Couldn't quite do it. 
uh, but it was it was very impressive the offenses of both teams and then the second night uh, when uh, uh, UBC uh, or sorry um, uh, when Trinity Western uh, couldn't quite pull it off uh, and Saskatchewan won it you know that was um, you know, I think indicative of how, how close they, these, both these teams are in, um, in their abilities. Uh, join us on the sidelines tonight, um, Richard Sussman. Uh, Richard, you know the Saskatchewan team really well. I mean, I'm not going to say they're just happy to be here, but are they, you know, if they play well both games this weekend and can't get it done, you think that'll be a successful weekend for, I'm sorry, Alberta. I, excuse me, Richard, there. But do you think if Alberta plays well both games this weekend, and does it win anything they will consider a successful weekend and year? Uh, just having a little uh, technical trouble with Richard there. We're working on our uh, sideline correspondent uh, tonight, folks, so just bear with us as we go on in the evening. Um, Doug, your thoughts, though. Alberta making it back to the conference championship tournament for the first time since 2008, a very young Alberta Golden Bears team big time underdog this weekend but I will say we thought the same thing about the Saskatchewan Huskies last year uh, yeah that's that's very true and boy did our faces look red uh, yeah Alberta's got a lot of great athletes out there they've got uh, uh, some good scores uh, you know the uh, they've got two of the top uh, scores uh, top 10 scores in the uh, country um, or rather with the Canada West I, I should say uh, with uh, Ferguson and with Baker. Uh, Baker, I believe, is the number uh, three rebounder in the Canada West. So, um, you know, they've, they've got some really talented players. But again, I, I have to make the point that it's going to come down to how can Alberta's bench play against UBC's bench because that is what is winning for the Thunderbirds. They've got a, a whole first-line team sitting on the bench. Uh, we're going to go back to Richard right now. Richard... Very true, though. I mean, you heard Greg Francis on with us earlier mentioning Nathan Yu coming off the bench. Uh, UBC, huge advantage in that category, as it seems like they always do uh, here tonight. And uh, we'll see what uh, happens with them. Coach, you asked a question a little bit earlier. Coach Francis uh, is pretending like the team will be happy if they end up playing well in both games, but not losing. But in chatting with him earlier, it sounds like he wants to come away with at least one win, build on that, and then this team can come back strong if they don't make the final eight this year with a good recruiting class and developed players and get into that final eight next season. And Richard, what does Alberta do? What do they have to do to pull this off? Jordan Baker's got to play out of his mind. He's a big, big body, but he can run the point as well. He has to defend Josh White. He not only has to stop Josh from scoring, but he has to stop Josh from moving the ball around and running that transition along with Alex Murphy. And then Daniel Ferguson, he has to shoot the best he shot all season. He has to be hitting his three-pointers, and he needs to make sure that those guys, Kenny Otieno, Todd Bergen, Henningowen, contribute. And if all four of those guys are in double digits and Josh White is under 15 points, the Bears will win this game. Well, we're currently getting the starting lineups for the teams right now. UBC and Alberta. The winner will be going to the National Championship Tournament, which will be beginning next Friday in Halifax. And the winner also goes to the Canada West Championship game tomorrow night. The loser will take their chances 
for that wild card berth here tomorrow. Well, it's not the biggest crowd in this gym right now, but we expect it to fill up as we get closer to tip-off. This is the Canada West Championship. UBC has won it three times in the Kevin Hansen era. The last time was in 2008 at the University of Calgary. Doug announcing the UBC starting lineup right now. No surprise with who Coach Hansen's putting on the floor. Yeah, the uh, usual starting lineup, or as I usually uh, prefer to call them, the usual suspects. In the backcourt, we've got Alex Murphy and Josh White, along with swingman Doug Plum. In the front court, uh, Brent Malish and uh, Barbert. Uh, tremendous, tremendous talented uh, starting lineup. And Doug, give us the starting lineup for the Alberta Golden Bears, led by two First Team Canada West players. Well, starting off in the backcourt, uh, we've got uh, Jordan Baker and Daniel Ferguson. Uh, Jordan Baker, uh, as you said, very tall, or as uh, Richard said, very tall and uh, very athletic at 6'7". Also, uh, Graham Mitchell in the backcourt. Up front, we've got uh, Robert Duar and uh, Todd bergen Hennengoen. All right, we're I hope we don't have to pronounce that one too many times tonight. <laughs> we're going to take you back to the studio right now. Jeffrey Sargent will be back here for the for the tip-off in a moment. All right, thanks very much, guys. And uh, National Anthem time here. We are just about set to go. Canada West basketball final four action. The UBC Thunderbirds taking on the Alberta Golden Bears, the last team the Birds lost to way back in November. A big matchup to be sure. Tons on the line. We'll be right back uh, in a couple moments. Become a friend of CITR and receive great discounts at businesses around Vancouver. Your friends of CITR card will net you discounts downtown at 212 Productions, Beat Street Records, Blim, Dream Apparel, The Fall Tattooing, Heart and Soul Clothing Incorporated, Hits Boutique, Pacific Cinematheque, Scratch Records, True Value Vintage, Vinyl Records, and Zoo Shop. It pays to be a friend of CITR. To find out more, come visit us in room 233 of the sub on UBC campus or visit us online at citr.ca. Once again, Jeff Sargent with you here live in CITR Studio One. We are just moments away from tip-off. UBC taking on the Alberta Golden Bears Canada West Basketball Final Four action. With the call, it is Daryl Wiener and Doug Richards. Wiener, he is always here, Doug Richards. Doug, finally, the Canada West Final Four is here. Yeah, finally. We've been waiting for this all season because... Uh uh, you know, I, I guess we've talked about it an awful lot. We, we weren't entirely impressed with uh, uh, the entertainment value of the, uh, the season lineup. It's, the big crowd hasn't got here yet, Doug, but it is loud in this building right now. Yeah, it's very loud, and just, uh, just wait until the Trinity Western crew gets in here. It's going to be insane. All right, it's going to be Jamie Baker. Go, Jordan Baker going for the tip for the Alberta Golden Bears. Kamar Burke, he'll be taking that tip up for the UBC Thunderbirds. Baker's got a couple inches on Kamar. For a spot at Nationals, the Canada West Final Four is underway. Josh White has the tip for UBC. Outside right, what a year Alex Murphy had. Top of the circle, he's tripped up. Jordan Baker. 
Baker knocked him down at the top of the circle. That'll be his first personal UBC ball out of bounds. Not the start the Golden Bears wanted. Not a guy they want in foul trouble there, Doug. Baker, 18 points, 10 rebounds, five assists on the season. That's good. Brent Malish, top of the circle. He's gonna drive, running layup, good. Great job by Brent Malish there, got a good step. Oh, coming down the other way, Doug Plum fouls hard Bergen Hennenowen, and Hennenowen will go to the free throw line for Alberta. So the Golden Bears answer pretty quickly with some foul shots. Yeah, good transition offense uh, by uh, by Alberta there. They got the ball up quickly, and Doug Plum had to react quickly, getting back there, knocking the ball away to avoid an easy lay-in. Bergen Hennenowen at the line, gets the first to go. 62% on the year, puts the second one up. We are knotted at two, 9.37 to go in the first quarter. Alex Murphy with it. UBC does bring it over the half-court line now, and they'll set up. Murphy, top of the circle. Outside right, Joshua White, gonna drive. Slowing it down now, takes it into the middle, finds some room, left hand layup, good! Just outstanding play by Josh White there. He was cut off at the basket by two defenders. He just reversed field, got into the center of the paint and put it up with the left hand. Jordan Baker, outside right, Daniel Ferguson. He's their scorer, driving right baseline, puts it up, no good. Kamar Burke with the rebound. He's gonna dribble it up, outlet to Doug Plum. Slows it down outside right, finds Malish under the hoop. Puts it up over Baker, doesn't get the roll. Tipped by Malish, no good. And Hennenowen grabs the rebound. Force Alberta, here's Baker the other way. Hard to the hoop around Doug Blum. He misses the layup, scramble on the floor. Malish picks it up. Kamar Burke with it for UBC. Outside right, Doug Plum's gonna slow it down. Fast pace to this one early, Doug. Very frantic. Alex drives, throws it to Josh White, outside left. 4-2, UBC in front, we're just starting. Josh, three left side, well short. Ball goes out of bounds, Alberta will take it. 8.24 to go, first quarter. Well, as you said, a very frantic pace to the beginning of this ball game. Uh, Alberta not having much luck getting the ball to go down as they've missed badly on two offensive opportunities. Daniel Ferguson averaged 23 points per game on the year. Looking to drive. Pulls up, tough fadeaway. Oh, that's an air ball. Ball goes out of bounds. UBC takes over. We're told this Ferguson likes to fire it up. Didn't fire it online on that one, Doug. No, make it three bad opportunities for the uh, for the Golden Bears. Kamar driving, wild shot by Burke. Rebound tipped, still fighting for it. Hennen Owen picks it up. It's Baker, excuse me, for Alberta. Baker, top of the circle. Open three for Ferguson. Doesn't get it to drop. Outlet, Josh White open court. Looking to drive, layup good. Great step around the defender there. Just left him standing and just laid it in with a little bit of a finger roll. 6-2 UBC in front, seven and a half to go first quarter. Baker, outside right, Otieno into the game for the Golden Bears. Takes it in the middle, jumper, that's strong. Alex Murphy with the rebound for UBC. Josh White. Driving, kicks it out, Kamar, three ball. Strong, Otieno with the board for Alberta. 6-2, UBC leads, 7.08 to go. What's an intense ball game. First quarter, Murphy stole it. White, other way, layup, good. Six early points for Josh White. UBC leads, 8-2. to two. 
and Alberta really cold to start this ball game. They haven't been able to get their shots to drop, and they've been turning the ball over. Otieno into the paint. Jordan Baker gets the basket to go. He's fouled, but they're going to say it was, I believe, before the shot, Doug, or they're going to give him a foul. In the, no, it is going to be before the shot. Will be Alberta ball out of bounds. Yeah, Fouls Brett, on Brett Malish. Yeah, Brett Malish hanging on the back there as uh, Baker came in there to try to, to, to turn and hit the basket. Ferguson inbounds it. Baker has it left paint. One-on-one -on -one against Malish. Take it into the middle. Kicks it out. Otieno, open three. That is good. Oh, and Kamar Burke throws it over Josh White's head on the inbound. Turnover UBC. So Alberta's cut the lead to 8-5, 6.35 to go in the first quarter. Alberta finally breaks the ice and then the uh, uh, UBC catches the turnover disease from them. Ferguson has it outside left, into traffic now. Kicks it out to Jordan Baker, three ball. Lefty strong, but Otieno gets the rebound. Alberta resets. Here's Baker down the middle, he's fouled. Malish got him, I think he'll have to go to the bench with two, and Jordan Baker to the free throw line for the Golden Bears. Baker just coming down the uh, inside of the uh, of the lane there, and uh, they just closed the door on him. Two fouls for Malish. Jordan Baker at the charity stripe, short on the first. What numbers? 18 points, 10 rebounds, five assists. Canada West first team all-star in his second season. Misses both. Outlet to Joshua White. Pulls up with a jumper. Doesn't get the roll. Baker with the rebound. UBC going a bit cold right now. Open court. Hannon Owen. Jumper. Left side. Way strong. Both Al teams cold. Yeah, Alex Murphy with the rebound. Douglas Plum looking to penetrate. His first shot is a layup short. Kamar Burke with the rebound. He falls on his tush. Kicks it out to Malish. Still in the game with the two fouls. Murphy open three left side. Strong. Rebound goes to Baker, and here come the Golden Bears. It's wild out there. Otieno open court. Running shot is good, and UBC lead cut to 1-8-7, 5.42 to go in what's been a strange, intense first quarter. Yeah, very ragged out there. Neither team seeming to be able to, to hit anything. Josh White is fouled by Otieno in the open court, and it will be UBC basketball out of bounds. Doug, I'm almost out of breath here. Yeah, both teams playing at a frantic pace as UBC starts to bring in the bench. They've got Graham Bath and uh, Jordan Yu coming in to try and uh, uh, provide some offense. Nate Yu. Yeah, sorry, keep doing that. <laughs> I did it about five times last week. Here's Josh White looking to drive. Kamar Burke, three right side is good! You're only gonna give him two, they say his foot was on the line. My mistake, 10-7 UBC in front, 5-18 to go, first quarter. C.G. Morrison into the game for Alberta. We have a foul on UBC underneath. We'll be on Graham Bath away from the ball, his first, but for UBC that is their fourth team foul here in the first quarter, so they will be in the penalty for the last 5-14 of the first period. Little jockeying from, for position inside between Bath and uh, uh, I believe that was uh, Baker. Morrison has it outside right, being defended by Melvin Mayotte. Trying to pass it off. Left side, open three. Hannano and passed on it. Now he takes the tough two. Way short. Not impressed with Alberta shooting at all early in this one. That wasn't close. Murphy, spin move. Looking to kick it. Oh, and it's stolen by Ferguson. Breakaway. 
Daniel Ferguson with the lay-in. 10-9, UBC in front by one, 4.45 to go first quarter. Ferguson's first points of the ball game. And great anticipation to step in front of that pass and take it the length of the court. Nate U has it, top of the circle, Joshua White finds some room, in the traffic, running shot is no good, but he's fouled, and it's been Josh White keeping UBC going here in the first quarter. He'll go to the line for two, currently leads all scores with six points. Well, I like what the Thunderbirds are doing, they're being very aggressive, they're taking the ball at the hole, and uh, you know, they are getting uh, some free throw opportunities here, but they gotta start nailing a few other shots too. That foul was on Daniel Ferguson, his first personal. Josh Strong with that free throw. Josh goes one for two at the line. 11-9, UBC in front by two. 4.30 to go in the first quarter. Josh White leads everybody, Doug, with seven. Mitchell, Graham Mitchell with the ball for Alberta. He helped coach them last year. John, Graham Bath with a steal. Here's Alex Murphy for the Thunderbirds. Nate, you open court. Running shot is an air ball. Mitchell with the rebound for Alberta. Weird start tonight. Looks like both teams have cases of nerves. Wouldn't have expected it from the Thunderbirds, though. 11-9, UBC in front by only two. Four minutes to go in the first quarter. Here's Mitchell inside half court. Find some room. Driving. Tied up by Josh White. Puts up a wild air ball turnaround. That was just plain ugly. Yeah, two feet, the right side of the basket. Wow. Here's Alex Murphy, outside left, Nate U. Horrible pass to Graham Bath in the paint, just goes right out of bounds. And mercifully, we have a timeout from Alberta. UBC leads 11-9, 3.43 to go in the first quarter. Uh, I don't know, both teams seem to be channeling the three stooges out there. <laughs> uh, with us on the sideline tonight, Richard Zussman. Uh, Richard, uh, both teams looking shaky right now. They are, I've been uh, spying a little bit on what UBC is doing over here, and Coach Kevin Hansen, very happy with the way this team is playing on defense, forcing bad shots. What he's focusing here on the timeout is slowing things down on offense. They are very frustrated. They're settling for three-pointers. They're not moving the ball around, and uh, they are turning the ball over. Nathan Yu getting chatted a bit there. <laughs> Richard, we can't do that anymore, unfortunately. 11-9, uh, uh, UBC in front. Uh, 3.43 to go in the first quarter. <laughs> Guess we should have asked permission for that one. <laughs> Sorry about that, Richard. Yeah, that was good. We, uh, yeah, the big we got some good information over there. Yeah, we, uh, we've been told not to do that anymore. So uh, The big networks can do that, yeah. uh, but uh, we're not a big network. Yeah, we're not a big network. But... Uh, Daryl, a lot of frustration on Brent Malish's face when he came off, when he was checked off. He was uh, chatting with his teammates a bit about uh, the way they're moving the ball on offense, and I think very disappointed with the way he's been playing. All right, so no more going into the huddles for us. Sorry for everybody. 3.40 to go, first quarter. Alberta with the basketball. Uh, trailing UBC in the game, 11-9. Into the paint now, Jordan Baker, bank shot, no good for the Bears. Misses the second one, Joshua White with the rebound for UBC. Outside right, Alex Murphy. Top of the circle, Josh White. Both teams very cold to start the ball game here tonight. Here's Josh, top of the circle, Graham Bath. He passes on it, into traffic. Graham running lamp, that's way short. And the rebound goes to Taylor, and the Bears bring it up again. Outside left, here's Morrison. 
Get a drive baseline. Knocked away by Alex Murphy. Mitchell has it outside left. Josh White all over him there for UBC. Mitchell kicks it underneath. Taylor's foul going up for the shot. Nathan, you got him, and Lyndon Taylor will go to the free throw line for Alberta. Yeah, great defense by the Thunderbirds there. Both uh, Alex Murphy and Josh White all over Alberta there, forcing what looked to be a wild pass, and then uh, Nathan Yu bailed them out as uh, Alberta gets free throws. Taylor, 75% on the year, gets the first one to go. One for two at the line. Graham Bath with the rebound for the Thunderbirds. Yeah, Bird's, misses right on that one. Bird's only 11-10 lead now. Not much scoring here in the first quarter. 2.45 to go. Murphy calling the play for UBC. Top of the circle now. Melvin Mayot back to Alex. Passed on the three. Taking it slowly to traffic. Mayot three ball. They need this. Strong. Ball is tipped and Alberta takes over on offense. Outside right. It's gonna be Mitchell. Top of the circle is Jordan Baker into traffic and a blocking foul is called on Mayotte and Jordan Baker will go to the free throw line for Alberta who trail only in the ball game 11-10 right now. 2.23 to go in the first quarter. Mayotte looked pretty good for taking the charge there. Uh, he was steady and he had uh, his arms straight up in the air but uh, referee figured he just had a little bit of movement so uh, it was a blocking foul. Baker at the free throw line gets the first. 11 all the score. Baker goes two for two at the free throw line. 12-11, Alberta leading in the contest. 2.23 to go in the first quarter. I'd say Alberta's gone on a little bit of a run in this game, Doug, to take the lead, but I don't know, I just have to say, they've got like five points in the last six minutes and UBC's probably got none. Yeah, basically uh, they have the lead by default because <laughs> UBC really isn't executing out there. Uh, they are looking like a, a team that is nervous. Josh White has it. He's got seven. He's the only UBC player with more than two. Graham Bath has it outside left. Into traffic. Graham driving to the hole, puts up a tough bank shot off the mark. Josh with the rebound and he misses, but he's fouled. And if it's not Josh White right now, it's nobody for UBC. He'll go to the line for two. You know, again, just uh, no one can get that ball into the hoop for the Thunderbirds. And uh, it's only because Alberta has uh, had a very cold start to the, this ball game themselves that UBC isn't behind by, uh, you know, a dozen right now. Josh at the line gets the first to go, 80% in the regular season. UBC looking to clinch that spot at Nationals, but they're in a tough one so far, but they're not scoring. Josh goes two for two, give him nine. UBC in front, 13-12, under two minutes to go in a defensive first quarter. Melvin Mayo with a steal for UBC, running layup. And the foul, Melvin Mayotte to the line to complete the three-point play. And I'll tell you, that was a great defensive play by Melvin Mayotte to start this off. He screened out the guy who was going to be the recipient of the ball, got a hand on it, and just took it the length. Melvin Mayotte at the line, and what's been a tough first quarter for UBC offensively. Mayotte, 78% on the year, gets that to go. UBC in front now by only, they're in front by four, I'll say, 16 to 12. Under two minutes to go here in the first quarter. Both teams in the bonus. The rest of the first. Daniel Ferguson has it for the, for the Bears. 
He's had trouble getting on track tonight. He's tied up in the open court, and they will call it for an over and back. Great pressure defense by Graham Bath and Josh White. Yeah, causing the turnover. They pinned him against the center court line and finally forced him across. And just a great defensive play by the Thunderbirds. Really, it's defense that's keeping him in this ballgame and has got them this lead. UBC by four, 16-12, minute 32 to go in the first. Here's Nate Yu, finds some room down the middle. Tough layup is short. Baker with another rebound, but he has it stolen. Ball sitting on the floor. Baker's able to recover it. Still on the floor. There's a battle for it. Baker throws it right to Josh White. UBC gets the ball. 13 on the shot clock. Josh finds Bath in the paint. He goes up with it. He's fouled. And the battling, fighting Graham Bath will go to the free throw line. Well, there's a hell of a lot of physicality <laughs> going on in the paint right now as Graham Bath was sandwiched and then knocked to the floor. Don't know how he got the shot off, but it almost went in, didn't. He's going to have to go to the line, but uh, that's what the Thunderbirds really need. They need that tenacious offensive presence, and they got to get it inside the paint. <laughs> Graham Bath. Getting set for the first one here. Looks like he shaved his head for the playoffs. Graham gets the first to go. But he grew a little facial hair. Graham looking to give UBC a six point lead with this one. Does it, UBC in front, 18-12. Minute 10 to go first quarter. It's been a tough one. An almost insurmountable six-point lead here in the first quarter. <laughs> Here's Jordan Baker. He's only got two for Alberta. Here's Ferguson. He's only got two. He takes a three. That's off to the left. He has not gotten on track tonight. Kamar Burke with the rebound for UBC. Josh White brings it up the floor. Right side, Mayotte. Finds G-Bath in the paint. Puts it up short. Rebound goes to Mayotte. Running bank shot. Good. <laughs> First one didn't go, Mayotte was uh, in there to clean up the mess, put the ball up, and uh, looks like he laid a licking on Ferguson there, who went down holding his nose. Three ball for Ferguson from, was that longer than NBA? It was longer than NBA, real downtown. <laughs> oh, UBC lead cut to five, 20 to 15. Ferguson's three stops their 9-0 run. Josh White slowing it down. There's 11 on the game clock, eight on the shot clock. UBC looking for the last crack at it here. Doug Plum into traffic, jumper, his first points of the game, that's good. Three seconds left, two, Henneno, an open court, throws up a running jumper, the buzzer, it's strong. What a wild, wacky first quarter, but UBC comes out of it actually looking pretty good after one here tonight in our first Canada West Final Four semifinal game. It's UBC leading Alberta 22-15. That was a tough quarter, Doug. Yeah, it was a tough quarter for both teams there. Uh, both, like I said, looked very nervous out there. And I, I think this is what we were talking about uh, going into the playoffs. UBC with basically a softball schedule uh, to finish uh, the season. We're not really prepared for the physicality, the intensity of the playoffs. And I think they got off to a really slow start. And they just weren't able to, to take advantage of the opportunities they had. Richard Sussman on the sideline. Richard, you know this Alberta team. I'm told that that Daniel Ferguson long range three 
That's just something he does, isn't it? Yeah, he loves to shoot that three ball in deep. And that one you were talking about way beyond NBA range, but the Bears need a lot more help from him and Jordan Baker if they're gonna pull this one off. The other guy, Todd Bergen, head and Gowan, struggled mightily. More air balls than he had points in the first quarter. Can't get anything going. The UBC defense has been smothering. Something the coaching staff has been very excited about. Every good defensive play when the player comes to the bench, he gets a slap on the back of the head. <laughs> uh, but Doug, UBC here in the first quarter. Alberta, what a game it's been. 22-15. Give us some scoring, Doug. Well, uh, leading scorer in the ball game is Josh White. He's got nine points. The next leading scorer for the Thunderbirds is uh, Melvin Mayotte, who's really played some, some good minutes for the Birds, really energized them off the bench. But otherwise, a uh, bunch of people with two points, and uh, there have been a lot of opportunities to score uh, that the Thunderbirds have just, uh, you know, messed up on. On the other end for Alberta, a couple of guys with five points, Otieno with five, and Ferguson uh, with five uh, a little bit more balanced scoring from them. Second quarter underway now. Daniel Ferguson has a top of the circle for the Bears. Driving, running bank layup is good. That was a hell of a shot. Give him seven. Maybe he'll get on track. UBC leading now 22-17. Second quarter just underway here at the War Gym. Playing for a spot at Nationals, these two teams are. Outside right here is Douglas Plum for the Thunderbirds. Outside right, Kamar Burke with it for UBC. Takes a tough two over Baker. That's off the mark, but Josh White gets the rebound to Balrej. Baines is good. Balrej actually tipped it to Josh. Josh had it knocked away, went right to Balrej, who finished. So a good play there for the big fella, Balrej Baines. Yeah, being uh, in the right place at the right time, lucky for Balrej. 24-17, UBC leads. Ferguson, another Hail Mary three. That one from about 725 feet is good. UBC in front, 24-20 now. Give him 10 in the ball game. That's longer than a basketball court. That shouldn't have counted. He'd be out of bounds. <laughs> Josh White drives running layup is good. It's running gun now. 26-20, UBC in front. Under the basket, tail. Big block by the ball, Raz, but a foul is called. And Lyndon Taylor back to the free throw line for Alberta, but the ball rash got him good there, Doug. Yeah, I mean, UBC is not going to give up any easy baskets there. Ball rash uh, back defending against uh, really two players there, and uh, Taylor got the ball and came in against Ball Rash. Ball Rash uh, stuffed him back, but caught also the forearm as he was doing that. 26-20, UBC in front. Taylor's first free throw is strong. 8.46 to go first half. UBC in front, 26-20. We're playing for a spot at Nationals, of course. Taylor goes one for two at the line. UBC lead cut to 26-21 now. 8.46 to go in the first half. On the floor for the Thunderbirds, Kamar Burke, Josh White, Balrash Baines, Doug Plum, and Melvin Mayotte. It's Ferguson, Otieno, Baker, Cardoza, and Morrison in the contest for Alberta. Here's UBC the other way, and Doug Plum is called for a double dribble for the Thunderbirds. They turn the ball over. Yeah, bad turnover for the Thunderbirds as they had a, a good shot, a patient shot at the basket. Here's Ferguson. Look for him to shoot from anywhere. Has it top of the circle, but for him, five feet outside the three-point range, that's where he likes it. Ferguson looking to drive into traffic, running left-hand layup is good. That was almost unstoppable, Doug. He's got 12. That was Josh White-like. 26-23, UBC lead cut to three. 
They've got the ball. Melvin Mayotte outside left for the Thunderbirds. Pick set by the ball rash. Melvin driving, got tripped up on his way to the basket. I don't think that'll be a shooting foul. It looked like Cardoza picked it up for Alberta. That's his first personal. Both teams with one team foul each here. 8.07 to go. First half, UBC in front, 26-23. Inbound to Josh White for the Birds. Josh posting up. Left-hand baby hook. Doesn't get the roll. Balraz tip no good. But Balraz gets the rebound. Plum, top of the circle. Dribbles off his own foot, I believe. And it will be a turnover on UBC. Doug Plum turning it over a couple times there, Doug. Yeah, UBC uh, with a few more turnovers than they would uh, normally uh, commit here. But uh, in the uh, first uh, quarter, only three turnovers compared to five for uh, Alberta. Here's Morrison for the Golden Bears. And we have a whistle away from the ball. This game's got a little bit of intensity, eh, Doug? Yeah, and it looks like uh, Cardoza's coming off there. Might have gotten a, a finger in the eye or something like that. Uh, maybe a nosebleed. Coming off with the old finger in the eye. No, I think it's a nosebleed, actually. Yeah. I get the thumbs up from Richard. <laughs> you, oh, and Kamar Burke steals the inbounds for UBC. Has it knocked away by Jordan Baker out of bounds. Thunderbirds maintain possession, but a good defensive play in transition by Baker for Alberta. You gotta like the way that Jordan Baker plays the game. He can score, he can play defense, and he can be a big presence on the court in the paint. 7.40 to go, first half. UBC with the ball, up only three, 26-23. Here's Alex Murphy, top of the circle. Alex looking to drive, pulls up with the tough two. Good! Alex Murphy uh, just having an all-world season for the Thunderbirds. Uh, got his defender back on his heel, pulled up and hit the jumper. Got it at the free throw line. 28-23, UBC in front. Baker, he lost the ball. Kamar Burke with another steal. Kamar looking to drive all the way, running lap off the mark. Baker got that rebound, so he got all the way back and grabbed it back for Alberta. Morrison finds Taylor, left paint. Move over the ball, big block by Kamar, but are they calling goaltending Doug or a foul? I yeah. think they could call both. Yeah, Alberta is wanting goaltending, but I think the referee is saying, no, we're not gonna call the goaltend on that. There will be the foul though. I'm a UBC fan, but I think they missed that call. That should have been a goaltend. Balraj Baines picking up his second personal foul. Balraj picked up the foul, and then Kamar Burt came in and blocked it, but I think he got it after it hit the backboard. 28-23, UBC in front. 7.02 to go. It's been a tough, tough first half here. At the line is Lyndon Taylor for the Golden Bears. Gets the first to go. Taylor with three points in the ball game. Ferguson leads them with 12, Alberta that is. Josh White leads UBC with 11. So the two stars are out tonight. Taylor goes two for two at the line. UBC in front by three, 28-25. Well, we expected a tighter game tonight than we have seen in, in recent weeks, and I'm enjoying this. We've got a whistle underneath. It's gonna be a foul on Otiano for the Golden Bears. That's gonna be his second personal foul. Foul trouble for Alberta. Otiano and Mitchell both have two. For UBC, Malish and the Balraj each with two. UBC 
has the ball. Alex Murphy, top of the circle, outside right, Nate Yu. Pulls up long two right side. Good! Nate Yu, his first points of the game. UBC gets the lead to five, 30 to 25. And that's what UBC needs. They need to get energized by some of their uh, secondary players. And who better to start it off than Nathan Yu? Daniel Ferguson, outside left, being double teamed there. And they're gonna call an offensive foul on Ferguson, Alex Murphy. Drew him into it for UBC. I'm not sure about that call, Doug. No, uh, I think it was a great defensive play by the Thunderbirds. They got Ferguson uh, off balance there, and, and Ferguson basically fell, and that was what caused the foul. He's now playing the first half. They're going to keep him in with two personals. If I'm UBC, I attack him right now. Melvin Mayotte has it outside left. Ferguson defending him. Go right at him, Melvin. Outside right, Alex Murphy with it. Outside right, Nate Yu with it. He takes the top of the circle. Six on the shot clock. Lamar, three left side. Brick. Not even close. Jordan Baker the other way for the Golden Bears. He's going to slow it down. Here's Ferguson, top of the circle. Takes it left side. Running. Lefty bank is no good, but he's fouled. And Daniel Ferguson back to the free throw line for Alberta. Yeah, someone got a hand on that uh, one. And it's going to be uh, Kamar Burke picking up his first personal foul. Both teams have now committed three team fouls the second quarter, so both have one to give a little bit for the last six minutes of this one. A little bit better balance in the score sheet for the Thunderbirds. A lot of people with uh, two points for the Birds, so they're contributing. Ferguson missed the first. Strong on the second. He's 88% on the year. I'm sure he doesn't do that much. Alex Murphy with it for UBC. Leading by five. 5.50 to go first half. Nate Yu with it. Here's Murph. Three ball right side. Oh, short. It was right on line, but it's just short. Taylor with the rebound for the Bears. Outlet to Jordan Baker. Running, layup, good. Jordan Baker, he's got four. UBC lead cut to three, 30 to 27. Again, good transition by the Golden Bears as they brought the ball down. Pinpoint pass and got it to Baker inside the paint. Outside right, Melvin Mayotte for UBC. Finds Grambat into the paint, Kamar Burke. Lost the handle, ball goes out of bounds. Thunderbirds maintain possession, 13 on the shot clock. Great passing play by the Thunderbirds to get it into Kamar Burke, but he just couldn't handle it, and uh, UBC fortunate to retain possession of the ball. This one's pretty intense tonight. This is a fun one, eh, Doug? Well, it's a playoffs. <laughs> what do you expect? Hey, last week was the playoffs. It didn't feel like this. Oh, you got a point there. <laughs> well, we got a little delay. Richard, this is a fun one, isn't it? It sure is, Daryl. I got an update for you, Matthew Cardoza, broken nose. Ooh. They brought him out of the gym. I was about uh, six inches from getting blood on my shoe, <laughs> but I was able to avoid it. They're much friendlier to me on the U of A side <laughs> than they were on the U of C side. But, Wait, you used to do work for that school there, Richard. Yeah, so. exactly. They're treating me, uh, treating me well over here. A blood brother, I guess. <laughs> Alex Murphy has it for UBC. Ten on the shot clock. Outside left, Nate U for the Thunderbirds. Swings it all the way across to Murphy. Right corner. Three on the shot clock. Throw it up, Alex. Long two. Short. Rebound goes underneath. We've got a whistle. And we've got a foul on UBC. Will be Golden Bears basketball. Let's see who picks it up, Doug. Doug Plum picking up. That's going to be his second personal foul. So uh, a bunch of the UBC Thunderbirds uh, with two personal fouls. Malish, Plum, and Balraj Baines. 
30 to 27, UBC in front by only three, five minutes to go. What's well, been a very tightly contested first half. Jordan Baker has it just inside half court. Graham Bath with the steal for UBC. With Plum, leaves it for Doug, layup, good. Outstanding play by Graham Bath. Just physically took the ball away and got it up to Doug Plum. Jordan Baker with it for Alberta, left corner, Morrison. Into traffic, finds some room, left, running right, he is no good. Graham Bath flies in for the rebound. Here's Alex Murphy the other way for UBC. Right side, Mayotte, three ball, off the mark, tipped by Doug Plum, no good. And they are gonna call an, a foul on Alberta, I believe. No, it's gonna be on UBC there. And it will be Golden Bear basketball at the other end. That's on Graham Bath, Doug, his second personal. I, I really didn't see that one coming because it looked to me like it was gonna be in that Alberta foul. Otieno at the free throw line for the Golden Bears. 82% on the year, gets the first to go. Otieno sets fires. He goes two for two at the line. UBC lead cut to three, 32, yeah, 32-29. 4.20 to go in the first half. Josh White outside right for the T-Birds. Alex Murphy, Graham Bath, free throw line, into traffic, leaves it for Josh, into the paint now. Josh trying to get position, kicks it out. Graham, tough two, right side, short. Ball's tipped, and Jordan Baker with another rebound. Kamar, it looks like Melvin Mayotte took a little shot for UBC. Morrison, open three, right side, passed on it, through to Taylor in traffic, and he couldn't handle the pass. Tough turnover there for the Bears, because they had numbers the other way, Doug. And, and Taylor just wasn't ready for that. He was getting into position to rebound. He thought that was gonna be a, a shot on the basket instead of a pass. 32-29 in favor of the UBC Thunderbirds in what turned out to be a very competitive uh, game one of this uh, final four series here at uh, the War Memorial Gym in uh, at the University of British Columbia. Timeout right now as both teams are uh, trying to talk about this uh, situation that uh, they're finding themselves in, a very tightly fought contest in which uh, both teams, I think, are making a, a ton of mistakes. Yeah, um, Doug, uh, the stars are out though tonight, which is always fun. Daniel Ferguson with 12. Nicholson here? Has he got a sight? <laughs> he wasn't he even at the Oscars last week. Uh, is he on the bench someplace? Anyway. <laughs> and congratulations, your King's speech did win. Uh, Josh White with 11 for UBC, but Jordan Baker only four for Alberta. We're told he's a guy to watch, and for UBC, I gotta say, they've been great all year. Graham Bath, he, I mean, I'm sorry, Alex Murphy, only two points here in the first quarter, and Brett Malish also with two. He's on the bench with foul trouble. Those two seniors, Murphy's been out a lot playing tough defense about Ferguson, but not those two guys' best offensive first half of the year, obviously. Well, well, certainly not, but, uh, you know, the Thunderbirds are going to have to start getting some scoring from someone else uh, instead of Josh White. Uh, he's got uh, 11 points in this ball game. He's one of two players in double figures, the other one being Ferguson for the Golden Bears. 3.54 to go in the first half. UBC leading in the ball game, 32 to 29. They've got the ball. It's been a tough one here tonight. Kevin Hansen calls in the plate. Alex Murphy, who sets it up for UBC in front of the Golden Bear bench. 12 on the shot clock. 
Josh White, top of the circle, looking to drive, running, and they're gonna call Josh for a travel. He kind of just went up and landed. He was trying to draw the foul, and Doug, he was driving on Ferguson, trying to get Daniel Ferguson to pick up his third personal. Didn't work. He was also driving on the three uh, players <laughs> in the paint there who were stationary and forming a, a very impenetrable wall. Ferguson, top of the circle for the Golden Bears, looking to drive down the middle. Find some room, lefty layup is good. This guy is good. UBC lead cut to one, 32-31. 3.15 to go in the first half, they've got the ball. Melvin Mayotte outside left, top of the circle, Tommy Nixon. Outside left, Joshua White. Josh looking to drive, now he's gonna slow it down, now he's thinking, left side, Mayotte for three. Way short, they are off tonight. Otieno with the rebound for the Golden Bears. Here's Ferguson, looking to do it all by himself. He's gonna draw a foul on Alex Murphy. UBC is in the penalty, so Daniel Ferguson back to the free throw line for Alberta. Alex Murphy just desperately trying to keep up with Ferguson as he was cutting diagonally left to right across the paint. Ferguson at the line. Does get that to go. Give him now 15 points in the ball game. Leads all scores. Yeah, another chance for Alberta to take the lead. Ferguson short with that one, but Jordan Baker got the rebound. Golden Bears get a reset. Here's Mitchell, top of the circle now. Long one for Otieno is way short, uh, rebounded by Josh White. Nayu, three left side. That's a little long. Taylor with the rebound for Alberta. UBC just can't get their shots going from the outside. Baker with it, top of the circle, just inside half court for the Golden Bears. Outside left, Otieno. Taylor, outside right, Baker, long two is short. We're still knotted up at 32 as Tommy Nixon got the rebound for UBC. Melvin Mayotte going baseline there as he just slid in and banked it off the glass. UBC's got a two point lead now, 34 to 32. Two minutes remaining in this uh, first half of action. Outside left, here's Mitchell for the Golden Bears, being tied up by Josh White, able to pass it off. Baker just inside half court, Mitchell, left side, gonna drive, throws a tough pass, but he stepped on the line. Turnover Alberta, UBC basketball, they lead 34-32, minute 47 to go in this, we've said it all the time tonight, wacky first half. Well, very tenacious defense by the Thunderbirds, that's what's keeping them in this ball game. Josh White looking to drive for UBC. Big shot is good. He's got 13. Thunderbirds get the lead back to four, 36-32. Yeah, but other guys have got to start scoring for the Birds. Ferguson draws the foul, taking the three, and Daniel Ferguson will get three free throws at the line for Alberta. Kevin Hansen at the UBC bench, not happy at all with that call. Doesn't matter. Daniel Ferguson to the line for three for Alberta. Alex Murphy picking up his second personal foul. Uh, make it uh, four, five players on the Thunderbirds with two personal fouls. Ferguson gets the first to go. Minute 24 to go, first half. UBC in front by three, 36-33, but Daniel Ferguson still with two free throws to go for the Golden Bears. Did they only give him two there, Doug? It looks like it. I, I could have sworn he was outside the arc. They must have said it was before the shot. 
and UBC in the penalty, so Ferguson got two. Yeah. He hits both. Yeah, that must have been the case, but quite frankly, I thought he was in the act of shooting. As did I. <laughs> 36. It, it's, it's unfortunate we can't uh, out, uh, outvote the referees. 36. Well, maybe in that case, it's yeah. good. Outside right, Melvin May, a three ball. That short goes over the backboard, and Baker has it for Alberta. They trail UBC 36-34, minute 05 to go first half. Ferguson drives, kicks out to Baker, touch past Otieno, three left side is good! And Alberta leads in the ball game 37-36. Now, let me ask you, has UBC hit a three-pointer? They didn't in the first quarter. I don't think they've hit one tonight. 45 seconds ago, first half. Nate Yu, outside left. Leaves it for Josh. Three ball for Josh. You need got it. One. You got it, Josh White. 39-37, two-point Thunderbird lead. 31 seconds ago, first half. Here's Ferguson again. Long three again is strong. And Nate Yu grinds out that rebound for UBC. Thunderbirds can hold for the last shot. 15 seconds left. I'm out of breath here in the first half. 10 and a half. Here's Josh, top of the circle. Six seconds. Here's Josh, driving left side, running layup, short. Borez with the tip, no good. And we've got a foul on UBC on the rebound. And with the half winding down and the Thunderbirds in the penalty, Alberta will get free throws at the other end of the floor. And a chance to tie this ball game up. Oh, that's just real too bad as the Thunderbirds had the opportunity to run out the clock and uh, just misfired on the shot. Taylor strong with that free throw. Speaking of misfiring on the shot. Taylor with this foul shot here can make it a one point UBC lead, which most likely will take us to halftime. Taylor sets, fires, goes one for two. Two seconds left in the half. UBC's gonna inbound it under their own hoop. Tommy Nixon gets it to Josh White. Here's the heave at the buzzer. Short, and after 20 minutes of play, UBC trailing in the ball game, leads in the ball game 39 to 38. Joining us. 16 points for Josh White. I think really he's the only one who's keeping him in this ball game right now. Uh, joining us now after the first half, assistant coach Vern Knopp. Uh, Vern, thoughts on the first half? That was a tough one out there tonight. Yeah, it's not, not real pretty at the moment. Um, we're just uh, struggling to find some rhythm offense. Of course, it's hard when, uh, I mean, you look at the scoreboard, it's lit up like a Christmas tree with all the fouls and that. Again, it's kind of like a repeat of last week. We're yep. just uh, no rhythm again. You know, our guys are working hard. They're just not getting rewarded when they're going to the board, so it's kind of frustrating. Uh, Josh White basically bailing you out there, I got to say, Vern, 16 in the first half. Yeah, I mean, you know, Josh is doing what he usually does in the first half for us. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're not getting, uh, you know, we're, we're not getting a lot of penetration right now. Alex seems to be in a bit of a funk, and uh, Brent Malish picking up the second foul early in the first quarter has really hurt us. Um, you know, we want to play him, but with the way, with the way it's getting called, 
uh, we can't afford to get him with a third foul in the second in the second quarter. Yeah, good minutes from some of your subs, though. Uh, I, I noticed Graham Bath out there. He's really hustling out there and uh, fighting for loose balls. Yeah, I know. Graham's doing a great job. Um, you know, he's got to work on his finish a little bit, as do a couple other guys. Ball rise, even to end that there, had, a, had an easy putback. Um, that's kind of the story with us offensively right now. We're ice cold from three-point range, but with that said, we're missing a lot of layups. Vern not with us right now. Vern, best of luck in the second half. Thanks, guys. All right, that was Vern Knopp, assistant coach for UBC. Uh, Doug, that was one tough, tough first half. Yeah, but there are there. some there are some positives that you can take uh, from that first half, and uh, I'm speaking specifically about the defense that the Thunderbirds have thrown up against Alberta. They are literally all over the Bears, and it, it's very tough for the Bears to get some, uh, you know, some really good uh, good shots. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, as well, uh, the. Um, as we get some of our, our statistics here. Interestingly, uh, UBC outscoring Alberta uh, 22 to 12 in the paint. Their bench is outscoring Alberta 13 to 5, and they're getting more points off of uh, turnovers, 13, as opposed to 6 for Alberta. Uh, we're going to send you to Richard Sussman on the sideline. Richard is with the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, Greg Francis. Richard, I talked a little too soon there. And anyway, we just quickly looking yeah. over the uh, score sheet here. UBC uncharacteristic, only one of 11 from three-point range, as opposed to. Uh, uh, I think I lost my hearing yeah. there. Uh, four of nine for uh, Alberta from outside the arc. Uh, two from Atieno and uh, two from Ferguson. So uh, they're making the most of their outside opportunities. UBC just not doing uh, very well at all and uh, scoring at a very uh, uncharacteristically low pace, 37%. Uh, well, we're gonna try once again, uh, Richard with the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, uh, Greg Francis. Richard? No. No. <laughs> We're trying it tonight, folks. We're trying it tonight. Um, all right, 39-38, Thunderbirds lead. Uh, Jeff, we're gonna send you back to the studio right now very quickly. We've got Scott Allen, the head coach of Trinity Western, coming over for an interview. So Jeff, send it back here to us in about five minutes time. 39-38, UBC in front, Jeff. All right, thanks very much, guys, and uh, a very tight one indeed. UBC leading uh, uh, through through much of the first half, but uh, crawling back into this one, the Alberta Golden Bears, the last team to beat the UBC Thunderbirds way back in November, threatening to do so once again tonight. We'll take a very quick break, then come back, update you quickly on some other Canada West playoff action, and then back over to War Memorial Gym. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Now repeat after me. Bugger off. Bugger off. Sod. Sod. Bloody. Bloody. Now put them all together. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Let's smash things up. Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. Listen to Generation Annihilation on CITR 101.9 FM, UBC Radio in Vancouver.
You're listening to the UBC Thunderbirds Halftime Show on CITR 101.9 FM. Here again in the CITR studio, Jeff Sargent. All right, Jeff Sargent back with you here live. CITR Studio One, UBC leading Alberta 39-38. A tight one here at the half between... uh, uh, UBC once again and the Alberta Golden Bears game one of this Canada West final four coming up at nine o'clock we will have live coverage for you as well of the second game tonight of our doubleheader Trinity Western taking on the defending national champions the Saskatchewan Huskies so still a lot more action to come yet tonight and a lot more action as well throughout the Canada West uh, playoffs in full swing earlier today it was uh, the UBC Thunderbirds women's volleyball team in action as uh, they are at the national championships in Laval and uh, doing quite well once again to start. They're on their way, trying for their fourth straight national title. They downed Sherbrooke in four sets today. They uh, will be now advancing to the semifinals tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock, and we will have the uh, match live for you right here on CITR 101.9 FM and online, citr.ca, so it's 3 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, and we'll hear from Jason Wang, who is in Quebec City, uh, with a little bit more on that coming up later on tonight in between our two games. Uh, Elsewhere, uh, Canada West hockey action uh, with the UBC Thunderbirds not advancing to the postseason for the second straight year, but uh, playoffs starting in earnest tonight. The uh, Saskatchewan Huskies right now leading the Calgary Dinos 2-1 in the third period, game one of a best of three there. Other best of three in the CanWest semifinal, Alberta leading Manitoba by a score of 3-0. That game right now is in the second period uh and uh, also we have men's volleyball nationals right now uh going on in langley at the langley events center uh the trinity western spartans hosting uh the big national championships ubc thunderbirds have been eliminated but uh definitely something we're watching closely here with uh the lower mainland uh being represented by the Trinity Western Spartans. Earlier on today, it was Brandon Downing McMaster in four sets. Right now, the Spartans taking on Alberta. We'll have an update on that for you later on. And uh, as I mentioned, a very busy weekend indeed here for Canada West playoff action coming up at 9 o'clock. Once again, we'll have tip-off between the Trinity Western Spartans and we will have the... uh, the (laughs) I'm sorry, I have Daryl talking to me at the same time here, folks. <laughs> the Trinity Western Spartans uh, will be taking on the defending national champion Saskatchewan Huskies. We'll have it live for you coming up at 9 o'clock. We are now going to head back over to War Memorial Gym. Uh, we're still a few minutes away from second half action in the UBC game, but Richard Zussman with the special guest Scott Allen of the Trinity Western Spartans with a little preview of what we can expect from them coming up in our second game. Rich? I am here with Coach Allen. Coach uh, you've seen Saskatchewan twice this season. You split. Uh, how are you going to slow down that Huskies offense? Well, I don't think you really do. I think we just have to try to outscore them today. I mean, they're 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 a force, right? With Jamal and and, and Chabot. So we're we're we're, we're got a big challenge ahead of us. Is uh, it's just you know it's all based on shooting percentages today and not giving them a second chance points. If we trade buckets, we're more inside oriented team this year. Uh, you know, and, and also foul trouble. One of those guys getting foul trouble, and it's. Uh, it's, 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 it's not good, it's not strong for them. I mean, that, that, that's, that would be their weakness right now. 
UBC fans familiar with your team, but to remind us a little bit about what we're going to see from uh, your Spartans tonight. Well, I think our strength is in our, is, is in our strength. It's, uh, it's in it more of an inside game with uh, Jacob and Tyrell, and we have two six-eight kids and a couple of kids who can play inside. So that, that's what we have to do. We have to keep on pushing inside and getting and get teams in foul trouble. Because, you know, we're not as athletic, so if we stick to the game plan, I think that's what you'll see. And, but we're also capable of getting out in the wings and running also. This is a building that's uh, been tough for you guys in Final Fours. Uh, do you, any nerves coming into this one playing here, trying to earn a trip to the, the Final Eight? Not, not really. I mean, well, I mean this, well, one of the things is all dependent on the UBC score. I mean, if UBC wins this game and then the wild card's available, right? And that... And with Carlton, Carlton winning today, it's the last game we have to wait for. So I think we've, uh, we may, we, you know, it looks like we may have earned the wild card regardless of what happens in this game, or Saskatchewan has. So as long as UBC takes care of business. But you know what? I don't, I don't feel a whole lot of pressure today. I just, we're just going to go out and play the game. And I think that we're, guys feel like they're well prepared. You're starting to see a lot of fans pile into this building, a lot of them from your school. What does it mean to have this almost like a home game? Well, I think that's who uh, our school is about, right? I mean, we're, it's a small school and uh, 4,000 kids in the school total, and they they, they, uh, they, they follow us around. I mean, that, that doesn't, the weekend also we're hosting the CIS championship for volleyball too, so a lot of them are back at the volleyball, but you know what? I like, I like playing here, our guys like playing here, so I, I, I expect a good uh, result. Last question for you, Jacob Dirksen named an old Canada West player for the fifth year in a row. Talk about the importance of him on your team and the importance tonight for him against the Huskies. Well, you know, Jacob's play on the court is, uh, is is amazing, and I think it is uh, the coaches really respect him for uh, for what he what he's done over the five years. But uh, off the court is more when I'm more impressed with Jacob and his leadership with the team. Also, he's always a giving giving guy and uh, always willing to work with young kids and, and help out. So that's more of the integrity and character of that kid. He's uh, he's going to get we're very very much miss. Thanks, coach. Thank you. All right, Taylor, back to you. Uh, thank you very much there, Richard. Richard Sussman, uh, just trying to do what we can tonight, folks. Richard doing a great job adding to the broadcast. Welcome, everybody, back to Warmo Gym. Hoping Richard will have a word with uh, Greg Francis, head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears in a moment. Welcome, everybody, back to War Memorial Gymnasium. It was a real fun first half here on the UBC campus. UBC and the Alberta Golden Bears. Doug Richard with pizza and Diet Coke in hand. Doug, UBC leading at the half, 39-38. They win this game, they go to Nationals, they lose, they gotta vie for that wild card tomorrow. Doug, that was a hell of a first half by, I thought, both teams. Uh, I thought it was very ragged by both teams. Neither one of them uh, uh, looking poised on the on the court, and they've got to do uh, a, a lot better and make some adjustments in the uh, in the second half here. And I guess we got Richard uh, available with uh, Coach Francis. Coach Francis is about to speak with his team, but I'm going to catch up with him quickly. Coach, what did you like about the way your team played in the first half? Boy, we played with some heart, but boy, they... UBC knows how to make it physical. They're so experienced. They're a bit more experienced with this type of game. So we're going to have to make this a bit more of our tempo and space them out a bit more because they're making it too physical for us. Some struggles on the free throw line, a bunch of turnovers. How big could your lead have been if you were firing on all cylinders? Yeah, you know what? It's like I said, it's a, it's a tough environment. 
Uh, UBC looks a little bit more comfortable, but I'm really proud of my guys because I think we battled to stay close with them. And I'm thinking that the second half, we're going to come out and play a bit more calm, and you'll be able to see us play a little bit better on the offensive end. Any, any changes coming up in the second half? You know what? A bit more of the same. I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to come down to the last possession. I, that's what it feels like. Thanks, Coach. That was Coach Francis. Back to you, Darrell. Uh, thank you very much, Richard. Uh, we'll be heading back to you in the timeouts. Uh, Doug, there you have it. Coach Francis seems like he's pretty pleased with what happened there in the first half, but he's going to try to spread UBC out more here in the last 20 minutes of play. Uh, first half scoring for these two teams. Josh White leading UBC with 16. Daniel Ferguson leading Alberta with 17. And Doug, the, the rest of the way, especially on the UBC tide, those are a lot. There's a lot of names out there. We we normally expect to see more points next to their name and number at this point of the ball game. Well, that's what I was saying at the uh, end of the half there. That uh, UBC is going to have to get some production and uh, starting pretty quick in this second half from uh, some of the other players. Uh, anybody not named Josh White. Give us some of the scoring summary besides the two leaders, Doug. Well, the one thing that really uh, sticks out in my mind looking at the score sheet here is that UBC is only one of 11 from outside the arc, and that is very uncharacteristic uh, for them. And they're shooting very poorly, 37% uh, on the evening so far. So uh, uh, really not a UBC Thunderbird type of ball game as we, uh, as we start off the second half. One of these teams, 20 minutes of basketball away from earning a spot at the National Championship Tournament in Halifax, and they will get the right to play in the gold medal game for the Canada West Championship tomorrow night. UBC with the ball to start the second half. Here's Alex Murphy. Top of the circle is Alex Kamar. Tries to hit Malice in the paint, knocked away. UBC will maintain possession as Baker knocked it out of bounds for the Golden Bears. They will have it under the bear hoop, 10 on the shot clock. Yeah, UBC doing a good job getting the ball around there and then trying to get it inside to uh, to Malish inside the paint. Left side, Murphy, three ball for UBC. That's off the mark. Jordan Baker gets the loose ball rebound for Alberta. Here's Daniel Ferguson. 17 points in the first half, averaged 23 on the year. And he showed why. Ferguson again, gonna drive left side, lost the handle, ball out of bounds and it's gonna be Golden Bear basketball. They will also have 10 on the shot clock. Looked like it got knocked out of his hands there by one of the Thunderbirds. On the floor for UBC, Murphy and Malish, Josh White, Doug Plum and Kamar, the starters. Right paint, Baker, kicks it left side. Otieno, pass on that three, takes the tough two left side. That's off the mark, rebound is tipped right to Ferguson of the Bears. Jumper, right side is good. Can't give him that look, Doug. Alberta leads 40 to 39. Yeah, fall away from about 15 feet out. Things getting tense at the war now. Josh White, outside right for UBC. Into traffic, lefty, short. Rebound, tip, Kamar picks it up. Finds Josh underneath, layup, good. UBC really had to work for that basket. I, I thought that uh, Josh White had it sunk on the first attempt there, but it didn't go, and it uh, stuck to uh, to Kamar Burke. 41-40, UBC in front. We're just getting the third quarter going. Sorry, Doug. No, I'll just be quiet and let you call the game. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, right paid for the Bears. Now you keep talking, you keep talking. Malish with the rebound for UBC. Douglas Club, right side, Murphy. Malish, pass on the three. Back to Alex, three ball. You got it, Alex Murphy. And UBC really needs somebody.
ready to get hot, and hopefully it will be Alex Murphy. Five straight Thunderbird points. They lead by four, 44-40, early in the third. You remember a couple of weeks ago, Alex Murphy just went insane in Victoria. Ferguson drives left side. What a finger roll that was. He's got 21, 44-42, two-point bird lead. Here's Joshua. Left paint, Malish. Only two in the first half. Brent into traffic. Little Banky is good. NBC seemed to have found their shooting touch the last couple of times down the court. Get a three from Alex, and you've got, say, uh, uh, a bank from uh, Malish. Ferguson drives, can't stop him, layup, good. Oh, that was pretty, drove right side, fell down, threw it up with his left hand, got it to go. 46-44, UBC again up by two. Josh White gonna drive right side. He tries the answer. He does with a pretty layup of his own. The two best players on the basketball court, and maybe one of the two best, uh, couple of the two best players in the, in the, um, sorry, in, in the Canada West. Josh now has 20, 48, 44. UBC. There's 7:05 to go in the third quarter. Otiano outside right. Taylor right paint for the Bears. Has it knocked away by Kamar. Josh saves it from going out of bounds. Again, good defense by the Thunderbirds. Plum outside left. Gonna drive. They're gonna call an offensive foul on Doug Plum. That was a softy. That'll be his third personal. Yeah, big trouble for the Thunderbirds. Couple of players in uh, foul trouble. Balraj Baines with three and Doug Plum. But I think uh, Plum is the one that hurts the most. He's gonna stay in the game. 6.44 to go in the third quarter. Baker, long two right side, off to the right. Kamar Burke is fouled from behind by Hennon Owen as he was trying to grab that rebound. Will be UBC basketball. Yeah, Hennon going, uh, really committing a bad foul there over the back of uh, Kamar Burke, and UBC is gonna have possession. They've got a four-point lead. 48-44, four-point bird lead, as Doug just said. 6.35 to go, third quarter. Here's Alex Murphy. Josh White, 20 points in the game. Outside right, Kamar looking to drive into traffic. Wild layup, he's fouled. And Kamar Burke will get some free throws for UBC. Alberta really making it tough for UBC to drive into the basket. They're, they're putting bodies on them. And uh, that time, Kamar Burke was the recipient. He'll be at the line. Kamar Burke, Doug, only 59% shooting free throws on the year. Sets, fires. Strong with the first. UBC's really gonna need the free throws in this ball game if it stays close. Here's Kamar again. Gallows one for two, 49-44, five point UBC lead. 6.22 to go, third quarter. It's a tight one tonight. This Ferguson's been great, he's got the ball all the way. He's called for a charge. Taking it was Kamar Burke for UBC. And Ferguson gets up slowly. He seems to be limping a shade. But what hurts the most, that's going to be his third personal foul. And that puts him in big trouble. The Thunderbirds, uh, we said it in the first half. They should go after him. Now that goes double. Love to see him get one more in the next 614 of the third. Hey, eh, Doug? Alex Murphy brings it up the floor for UBC. Here's Brett Malish. Going to drive left side. He's fouled going up for the shot. And Brett Malish. We'll go to the free throw line for UBC. It was Taylor picking up for the foul for 
Alberta, he was not happy about that call. UBC opening up things inside the paint, allowing Malish to go one-on-one, -on -one, and uh, he just took it straight at Taylor Malish at the free throw line. Brent sets, fires. Oh, hit the front, hit the back of the rim, hit the back of the backboard, then rolled home. A little bit of suspense from Brent Malish. Brent looking to go two for two, does it, UBC on a bit of a run right now. They've gotten the lead to seven, 51-44, 6.07 to go in the third quarter. Seven points sounds like the Thunderbirds' biggest lead of the ball game. Might have been eight earlier, but I'm not sure. Here's Baker for the Golden Bears, kicks it out. Mitchell, right side, Otieno, back to Mitchell. Here's Ferguson, Baker into traffic. That's a palm ball. I think the person in the back row of the stadium could have called that one. Turnover on Alberta. Yeah, definitely uh, a high dribble there, palming the ball as he came across the top of the paint. UBC with a chance to add to their seven-point lead. 51-44. Here's Alex, top of the circle. Here's Brent, top of the circle, fakes the shot. Kicks it to Alex. Top of the circle is he. Lost it briefly, got it back. Now he's gonna drive. Alex Murphy, top running lamp, good! Great play by Alex Murphy. Those are the ones that he's hitting this year that he wasn't able to hit in previous years, and that is the step up that he has taken. Birds with their biggest lead of the night, nine points, 53-44. Mitchell, three right side for the Bears. That, did that hit anything? Otieno, though, saves it, but right to Malice. And Brett is fouled in the open court by Baker. Alberta's in the penalty, and Brett Malish to the line for UBC. Baker stepping up, taking his second personal foul there. Uh, just did not allow Brett Malish an, enough room, and uh, the foul was called on Baker. So this could be a stat that plays into this quarter, Doug. Alberta already in the penalty, UBC They've only committed one team foul in the first 4.46 of this quarter. Yeah, it'll be a question of whether or not the Thunderbirds can hit their free throws. Malish off to the right with the first. And a little weak on that one as well. <laughs> it would, Even if it was right on line, it wouldn't have gone. Brent, 74% shooting at this charity stripe on the season. Goes one for two. UBC has opened up a double-digit 54-44 lead. And Doug, I'd like to say that Brent Malish and Alex Murphy, who both struggled in the first half, especially offensively, five points each here in the first half of the third quarter. Yeah, they've been the spark in this uh, second half for the, for the Birds. Top of the circle, Jordan Baker gonna drive down the pipe, kicks it out. Mitchell, three ball, he was open, good! They needed that and Graham Mitchell delivered for Alberta. UBC lead cut to seven. Here's Alex Murphy, Malice, three ball, he was open! You got it, Brent! players other than Josh White. Malish with eight here in the third. Birds with a 57-47 lead. Baker, outside right. Duar, he's off the mark. Ball is tipped out of bounds. UBC takes over. 420 to seven to go. 427 left in the third quarter. Thunderbirds on a roll right now. And I'm seeing a lot more intensity on the court, uh, a lot more poise and, uh, and confidence from the Thunderbirds right now. UBC's outscored them 18-9 here in the third. Malish, top of the circle, Murphy, back to Malish. Shoot it, Brent, long two. Doesn't get the roll. 
Ferguson with the rebound for Alberta. Here's Mitchell in the open court. Baker, top of the circle, finds Duar, who tipped it to Otieno. Duar, I thought, would have been open under the hoop. And he's tied up by Graham Bath, but a foul is called as the pass was thrown to Duar in the paint. That'll be a foul on UBC. Doug, was Duar not wide open under the basket? He was he wide open. He should have just taken the pass and, uh, and gone in. I don't even think he would have had to dribble that one. All he had to do was turn and, uh, and lay it in. Second team foul on UBC, so they've still got two to give this quarter. Once again, Alberta in the penalty. Brent Malish picked it up for UBC, his third personal. That's uh, Bath picking up the foul. I'm sorry, who did I say? You said Malish. Ah, thank you for correcting me, Doug. I'm surprised you're actually listening to what I say, actually. <laughs> I don't even know what I say half the time. Uh, Nate Yu picks up a foul on the paper for UBC. Golden Bears get it out of bounds. That's the Thunderbirds' third personal. Here's Daniel Ferguson, top of the circle for the Bears. Into traffic, top layup off the mark. Kamar Burke with the rebound. Outlet to Malish. That one goes incomplete out of bounds. They're gonna say it's actually tipped off of a bear. UBC maintains possession as Brett Malish flies into the stands and knocks an advertising sign out of its position. Well, Great not, hustle there. Not only that, he might have taken out a bunch of alumni. Yeah, those are, those are the, you don't wanna hurt those guys. <laughs> Or what? This could, that could have been ugly. <laughs> Alex Murphy's getting down for UBC. Outside left, Kamar Burke. Here's Nate Yu for the Thunderbirds. Left side, Murphy kicks it out. Nate, pass on the three. Alex, three left side. You got it, Alex Murphy! Alex Murphy looks like he's uh, trying to pull a, a same stunt as he did at Victoria a couple of weeks ago. Those are some booster seats. 60 to 47, UBC, their biggest lead of 13. Ferguson into traffic. He's fouled by Kamar Burke. And Daniel Ferguson will go to the free throw line for Alberta. UBC has opened up their biggest lead of the ball game, 60 to 47, a 13 point edge, 322 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, Kamar Burke committing the hard foul there as uh, Ferguson went to the floor heavily, uh, but the shot did not go. He's at the line. Ferguson gets the first. Had 17 in the first quarter. He's had a solid seven here in the third. Ferguson sets, fires. That's good. 60 to 49. UBC's opened up an 11 point lead. 3.20 to go, third quarter. Alex Murphy looking to drive. Outside right. May up for three. Good. UBC cold from outside the arc in the first half. Just absolutely sizzling in the third quarter. May out a double first. Alex Murphy with a steal. 2 1 with Nate. Here's Nate, layup, yeah, baby, yeah, baby! 16-point Thunderbird lead! I think the Thunderbird just kicked it into another gear. Nate you with the steal! Outlets it to Alex, it got tipped, Murphy slows it down. Murphy, gonna drive, kicks it out, Nate you three ball! Strong, but Kamar Burke fights for the rebound, it's sitting on the floor. Otieno picks it up, he's tripped. Actually, they're gonna say it went off of UBC. And it will be Golden Bear ball. Timeout on the floor. 2.38 to go in the third quarter. UBC's found their groove. 
They lead 65-49. Oh, just an absolutely adrenaline-raising uh, couple of minutes by the Thunderbirds there as they seem to just kick it into the next gear and just run right over the poor hapless Golden Bears. <laughs> on to Richard Sesswood on the sideline. What do you got, Richard? Four three-pointers already in the third quarter, Dale, but the one that got it started off was Alex Murphy, and after he hit that shot, he turned and he stared at the bench and got some positive reaction, guys, getting excited, and it seems like the team sort of started thriving after that. Malish hit one, Murphy hit one, and then you just saw the last one in the corner by Mayotte. But it's all about that first one Murphy hit and the reaction he got from his teammates. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Richard. Uh, Doug, yeah, Brent Malish and Alex Murphy. I talked about it earlier in this quarter. Both of them only two points in the first half. Each of them now with eight points here in this big third quarter push. Well, we said it, uh, the Thunderbirds needed to get uh, secondary scoring. They certainly got it from, uh, from Malish and Murphy to start off this uh, second half. Uh, now they need to see if they can get a few other people uh, back into this ball game and uh, on the score sheet. 32 38 to go in the third quarter. UBC's outscored Alberta 26 to 11 here in the first seven and a half minutes of the third. Otieno left side for the Bears. Driving, running layup is good. Alberta's going to have to go on a bit of a run at some point. Thunderbirds lead now 14 65 51. We have a whistle, a foul will be called on Alberta. They are still in the penalty, and was that on Jordan Baker? We're gonna wait for the referee to let us know, but it's gonna be uh, number 30, Ferguson. With oh boy. Daniel Ferguson goes to the bench with the four personal fouls. He only leads them right now, Doug, with 25 points. I mean, you talk about a big blow to Alberta's chances in this ball game. Uh, they're down by 14. Murphy's at the free throw line, steadily adding to that. And now Alberta is without their leading scorer. What a third quarter for Alex Murphy. Hits the first. Hit, missed the second, but Malish got the rebound. Just ripped it out of Baker's hands. Murphy dribbled behind his back for Kamar. Oh, he just misses the layup, but he's fouled. Burke back to the line. Doug, Alex Murphy and Brent Malish are playing, I'll say it right now, as good as anybody in the country can play in this third quarter. And, uh, you know, you've got to expect that from your seniors. These are the guys that uh, you expect to lead the club uh, to victory, and they're doing exactly that. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is leading. Kamar hits the first free throw. Look at Malish psyching him up there. Malish got the rebound there. Murphy made the pass. Kamar hits the first free throw. Kamar strong on the second, and Brett Malish, oh, he fouled his man <laughs> going for that, but he almost had a rebound off of a second straight this free throw, and he's not happy that the ref called that one. Well, I'll tell you something. Look up the definition of pumped in the dictionary. And hey, there's Brent Malish right there. There's a photograph. I, I think on Kevin Hansen's face there, I just saw him smile. <laughs> I just saw him smile. Taylor at the line for the Bears. He's got a battle. Brent Malish right now, first one good. Uh, you never can tell what that expression is on, on <laughs> Kevin uh, Hansen's face when you see it, though. And Grant Bat is going to come in, and Brett Malish is going to check out of the ballgame. What a third quarter for Brett Malish, Doug. Eight points. 
Definitely a spark plug for this team. Like I say, he's real pumped. He even sprinted off the court. He ran into the side there. He almost took out the UBC athletic director when he went in there. 67-53, UBC in front. They turned the ball over on that one. Mitchell outside right for the Bears. Long two is good. Gonna, oh, they are gonna call it a three. UBC lead now cut to 11, 67-56. Minute 45 to go in the third. Here's Graham Bath for the Thunderbirds. Alberta starting to employ some pressure defense here. Now they're dropping into a zone. Nate Yu, left side, driving. Hit the side of the backboard. Kamar with the rebound. His putback is no good, but he's fouled. And Kamar Burke will go to the line for the Thunderbirds. Well, UBC's gonna have to be very tenacious right now as Alberta is, you know, they're at a point where they gotta pull out the stops. They've gotta really pressure the Thunderbirds, make UBC make some mistakes. That foul's on Taylor, his third personal. Kamar Burke at the line, misses the first for UBC. Thunderbirds really got to look at closing this one out as quickly as they can. Kamar looking to go one for two, does it. UBC gets the lead to 12, 68-56. There's a minute 33 to go in this wild basketball game. We're in the third quarter, actually. Mitchell for three for the Bears. That's off the mark. Tip by Otiano, no good. Got his rebound though, Baker right side, Mitchell for three again. Graham Mitchell in and out, Kamar Burke swoops in for that board for UBC. He's gonna slow it down. Good position by Kamar Burke there. Here's Alex Murphy, top of the circle for the birds. Right in front of his own bench is Nate Yu. Murphy, left side, Mayotte, three ball. You got it, Melvin Mayotte. Again, UBC hot from outside the arc. That's opening up things for them inside as well. 15-point T-Bird lead, 71-56. Here's Morrison into traffic, he's fouled. And C.G. Morrison will go to the line for Alberta. Who picked that one up for UBC? That is Kamar Burke, who is now the fifth Thunderbird in this ballgame, Doug, with three personal fouls. Yeah, a lot of people may be looking to, uh, to take some uh, time out in this ballgame if they commit any more fouls. Morrison at the line, gets the first to go. This is where UBC is very thankful for their deep bench. <laughs> Morrison sets fire, goes two for two at the line. 71-58, UBC leads. They've got the ball, 52 seconds to go in the third quarter. Doug Plump checking back into the game for UBC. He's had to play most of this game with the foul trouble. Outside left is Doug. Top of the circle, Josh. Boy, did he keep his team in it in the first half. Graham Bath at the key. Right side, Mayotte. Kicks it out to Josh. Six on the shot clock. Josh, three ball. Strong. The rebound goes all the way out. Kamar Burke picks it up. And he threw it right to Taylor. Graham Bath didn't know it was coming. That was a turnover. That was a fun one. He Baker the other. It. Baker the other way for the Bears. Lamb good. Kamar threw it to Graham Bath, and Graham wasn't even looking at it and went right to Taylor. Two points for the Bears the other way. UBC can't hold for the last shot. They've had a great third quarter. Here's Doug Plum. Josh White, five on the clock now. Josh tried to draw the foul, couldn't. Tough fadeaway left side. That's an air ball. And that will end the third quarter of play. UBC outscores Alberta in that one. 22, I thought they had more than 22. 20, uh, I can't even add anymore. 22, <laughs> 22 to, 
22, that's not right. They get 32 that quarter? Oh, they had 39, so yeah, 30, uh, 32. Yeah, I couldn't add. Okay. 32 to 22. Okay, it was 32. I couldn't add there. 71-60, UBC leads after three, Doug. They're looking in great shape right now to play for that Canada West Championship tomorrow night. Yeah, but you got to know the Bears are going to be coming out after them again. Uh, this is one of those situations where uh, Alberta has to win, other, otherwise they're going home at the end of this one, no matter what happens. So, uh, you know, UBC, uh, they're going to have to go after UBC. Brett Malish, eight in that quarter. Alex Murphy had nine. We're going to send you to the sideline right now, Richard Zussman. U of A, uh, Daryl, battling uh, with depth tonight, you know, and not a lot of guys putting up the points for him. Ferguson with 25, Otieno the only guy, other guy in double digits, but this team did have a lot of depth last year. Two guys, Sar Safa and Jabal Buckner, starters on last year's team, asked not to come back this season. Safa may be on the team again next year, so hurting a little bit, uh, the Bears are in terms of depth. But uh, in that third quarter, you got the math right, gentlemen. It was 32 points for UBC in the third quarter and just 22 for the Bears. Back to you guys. Uh, the problem is, Richard, we're in a time of computers and calculators. People just can't add anymore, and I'm one of them. Uh, one big number to look at, though, they're adding it up right, is the way UBC is shooting the three ball in the second half. 63% free shooting in that third quarter. Thanks, Richard. That was after the 1%, 1 for 11, I'm sorry, in the first half. Fourth quarter underway, 11-point bird lead. Alberta has it. Here's Baker, top of the circle, driving. Bank shot is good. Give Jordan Baker eight points. UBC lead is 9, 71-62. Alex Murphy brings it up for the Thunderbirds, broke the full court press, but he, oh, he dribbled it. Lost it, but it went off of a Golden Bear player. UBC has it, 17 on the shot clock. Josh White, Brent Mouse, Alex Murphy, Graham Bath, and Melvin Mayotte on the floor for UBC. It's Taylor, Ferguson, Mitchell, Otieno, and Baker on the floor for Alberta. Graham Bath misses in the paint for UBC. Baker has it. He's being trapped by the Brookswood boys, and it's Graham Bath knocking it away. Picked up by Alex Murphy, running layup. He's fouled. What a play by Graham Bath. What a hustle play by Alex Murphy. He'll go to the line for two. And Mitchell taking the uh, worst of that uh, contact with Alex Murphy as he stopped Murphy from getting in and uh, with for an easy lay-in. I talk about the, that was a Brookswood boy trap there, Doug, Malish and Bath. Yeah, the former teammates uh, getting it together and uh, really harassing uh, Alberta in the backcourt. Well, Alex Murphy at the free throw line. The foul was on Graham Mitchell, his third personal. First foul on either team here. We're just starting the fourth quarter. UBC in front, 71-62. Murphy at the line, first is good. And Doug, if you turn around and look at the student section to our right here, the beer garden, it, people are sitting all the way to the top row. It's a big crowd tonight. Alex, two for two at the line. And it's gonna be fun, because you know all those Trinity fans are gonna be here for the second game. Alex goes two for two at the line. Give him 13 points. 11-point bird lead. Murphy gets knocked down. Here's Ferguson for the Bears. Kicks it out to Mitchell. Has it outside left. Now he has it just inside half court. Nine on the shot clock. Graham Mitchell looking to drive. That's a travel. He stopped and then he decided to run again. Will be UBC basketball. Yeah, a little stutter step there that got him past the defender but not past the referee. Here's Alex. 
Graham Bath back to Alex. Brings it over the half court line. Murphy. Just inside half court. 12 on the shot clock. UBC bleeding the clock a bit here. Josh White in front of his own bench. Now he's going to drive down the pipe. Tough layup, no good. Fighting for that rebound. It's out of bounds. Will be Alberta UBC basketball. Graham Bath doing a great job fighting Baker for that one, Doug. And UBC will get it. Thunderbird's playing tough tonight. Yeah, Baker complaining that he was had uh, Bath all over his back. Murphy hits the cutting. Melvin Mayock, big block by Otieno, but Mayock got it back. UBC gets the reset. Mayock passed on the three left side. He's got 13 tonight. Mayock, top of the circle. Here's Alex. Outside right is Josh. We have a whistle underneath. I think we're going to have a foul on UBC in the key. Tough luck for UBC there as they were uh, doing a pretty good job retaining possession of that ball, but then uh, turned it over on the foul. 8.25 to go, fourth quarter. Thunderbirds in front, 73-62. Alberta has the basketball. Actually, no foul. Looks like three in the key. Three in the key. Here's Mitchell. Top of the circle, Baker. We're going to have a whistle on Alex Murphy, who has had the horrid assignment of defending Daniel Ferguson in this ballgame. That'll be the third personal on Murphy away from the basketball. You got to watch that battle, Doug. Murphy, when he's trying to defend Ferguson. 8-12 to go in the ballgame. 73-62. UBC in front. Here's Ferguson. Three ball. Strong. He's cooled off a bit in the second half. Joshua White has it for UBC. Looking to go down the pipe. Kicks it out. Mayotte, open three right side. Air ball. That was as bad as he could do. Here's Ferguson the other way for the Bears. Tough running bank. That's off the mark. Baker with the rebound. He can't get it home. Josh White with the rebound for UBC. Thunderbirds starting to look very good right now. 73-62 is their lead. 7.41 to go in the contest. Alex Murphy. In front of his own bench, top of the circle, at the free throw line now. Still Alex, left side, Malice, free ball. You got it, Brent! 14-point lead for the Thunderbirds as Brent Malice sinks from outside. Give Malice 11 in the second half. Outside right, OTNO for the Golden Bears. UBC in front, 76-62, that's a 14-point advantage. Mitchell, top of the circle for the Bears. Spin move, turnaround. Running shot, no good. G-Bath with the rebound for UBC. No secondary scoring for Alberta right now. Josh White looking to put this baby to bed soon. Drives, he's fouled. And Josh White will go to the free throw line for the Thunderbirds, who dug if UBC can go on a little mini spurt right now, that might be enough. Well, UBC's got to look to close out this ball game now. Uh, they don't want to allow Alberta to hang around, and right now it's 14 points, but it was nine just a little while ago. Timeout on the floor, 76-62. UBC in front. Richard? I think Greg Francis Darrell had the same feeling you did if the T-Birds went on a little run here at the over, so he calls the timeout to get his team focused. But it's those three-point shooters he's got to slow down, especially the guys who have played five years here at UBC, Malish and Murphy. Both of them two three-pointers in the second half, and as you mentioned, those are the guys that are really pushing this team forward. Uh, Doug, uh, Brent Malish and Alex Murphy, we've talked about these guys so much all year long. 11 points each year so far in the second half. And I mentioned it to Alex Murphy earlier in the week, so one thing you've never done, they've won two Canada West championships, both on the road. You've never won a Canada West championship at home. He's like, 
I've never thought of that. But that still, Doug, that's something you know him and Malish would both like to accomplish this weekend. Well, UBC wants to do that. They want to uh, keep up the momentum they've had since the beginning of, uh, uh, of the year. And, and certainly with these games being more intense, uh, they, they want to build up momentum going into Nationals. What I love about this UBC, Doug, tonight, they look tough on that floor, don't they? They look tough in the second half. <laughs> I did not think they looked very good. I, think, I thought they looked soft. I thought they looked um, a, a little bit uh, disconcerted in the first half. Josh White at the line for the Thunderbirds gets the first to go. He's had a quiet second half. That's his fifth point, but those 16 in the first were pretty damn important. Josh sets, fires, in and out. Big fight for the rebound, and it's Cordoza picking it up for Alberta. Here's C.G. Morrison the other way, two right side. That's well short. There's a fight for that rebound, and Joshua White picks it up for UBC. Thunderbirds with a 15-point lead, 77-62. There's 6.45 to go in the contest. Alex Murphy in front of his own bench. Joshua White finds Malice underneath, Grant, but Brett can't handle the pass, out of bounds. Turnover on the Thunderbirds. That's been uh, money for the Thunderbirds all season there. They get Brent Malish inside there. He gets a little bit of space, just creates, and they just lob the ball into him. That time, just a little bit too far. Jordan Baker brings up the floor for the Golden Bears. Outside left, Hennon Owen with the three. That's off the mark. Hennon Owen, a player, Doug, who lit up UBC for 29 in the game that Alberta beat the Thunderbirds this year. Only two this evening. Here's Alex Murphy for the Birds, calling that thumb up play. Let's wait for the pick and roll to happen. Here's Kamar Burt getting ready to set it. There it is, Josh, top of the circle, leaves it for Malice, three ball. Oh, in and out. Hannano with the rebound for the Bears. UBC in front with under six minutes to go by 15, 77, 62. Daniel Ferguson, what a night he's had. Fade away, that's good at the free throw line, and Doug just winces as that goes in. That was a nice shot. That was a nice shot, but you can't play better defense by Alex Murphy. He was just all over him, great defense there, and still Ferguson hit the shot. Alex outside right, UBC in front, 77-64. Here's Nate Yu outside left. Nate's only got four tonight, not his best contest. Left corner, Josh, three, long two. Off the mark, Hannon Owen with the rebound, and Brett Malish knocks the outlet pass out of bounds. Golden Bears will have it 22 on the shot clock, but Brett Malish not letting anything easy happen tonight. Well, UBC got to keep up their intensity. They can't uh, let uh, Alberta back in this ball game. They're up by 13, uh, but that can evaporate pretty quick. Just ask uh, Trinity Western. <laughs> Jordan Baker brings it up the floor for the Golden Bears. Of course, Trinity blew that 15-point lead last week versus Fraser Valley, but they won the series anyways. Under the basket, Hennon Owen, he's fouled. Kamar Burke nicked him for UBC. Burke gonna pick up his fourth personal foul. He's the first Thunderbird uh, with four. Bergen Hennon Owen will go to the free throw line for Alberta. And really, UBC right now does not want to commit fouls. No. Uh, the clock is their uh, ally right now. They want to keep it running as much as possible. Both teams with two fouls to give. Each has only committed two here in the second, in the fourth quarter. Hannon Owen, they got to hit them all. He only hit one of two. Kamar Burke with the rebound. UBC up by 12, 77-65. 
approaching five minutes ago in the game. Alex Murphy drives layup, good. Alex Murphy just saw an opening there. I thought he was gonna bring the ball out and waste some clock, but he saw the opening right side, took it down the side of the paint and laid it in. This game's been like seniors night a little bit. It's the fifth year getting it done for UBC. Ferguson for three. I like Daniel Ferguson, Doug. He's got 30 in the ball game. Thunderbird lead cut to 11, 79-68. Jordan Baker almost takes out our computers here. Ball out of bounds. UBC will have it 19 on the shot clock. Alex Murphy breaks the half court press, breaks the full court press. Into traffic, kicks it out, Nate U. Thought about the three, Murphy top of the circle. 10 on the shot clock for UBC. Here's Joshua White. Look at it drive left side. Offensive, I, you know what? Josh might not like the call, but I think he should have been called for about a four step travel there. <laughs> it's a foul on UBC. We Golden Bear basketball, and Alberta still has a shot, Doug. 79-68, UBC in front. 11 points, 4.23 to go. And what's been a fun ball game. Baker under the hoop, kicks it out to Otieno. Now it's Otieno, three left side. That's strong. Alberta's gotta hit pretty much everything to have a hope right now. And Josh White's gonna bring up the floor for UBC. And UBC's gotta be patient out there. They've gotta get good shots and they may have to wait for them. Murphy has it, left side. In traffic now, got trapped, ball goes out of bounds and it's a turnover on the Thunderbirds. You know, I'll say this, this is a very young Alberta Golden Bear team, Doug, and win or lose tonight, they have sure played hard and they have sure played pretty well this evening. Baker looking to penetrate. Turner, and he has it stripped away by Nate Yu. Nate looking to go all the way. That was hard driving. He's fouled. And Nathan Yu will go to line for two. I say that he had a two-on-two two in the open court, Nate did, but he just blew by those defenders, got behind him, drew the foul. Yeah, but good hustle back by the, uh, the Bears to uh, commit the foul and prevent the easy basket. Nate at the line gets the first to go. UBC keeps hitting their free throws, uh, shouldn't be any problem. Nate sets, fired. Strong on that one, but Nate got his own rebound, and UBC gets the reset. Doug just kind of shook his head there. I don't know, reminiscent of Kobe Bryant during the All-Star game. Didn't watch it. Here's Alex Murphy, left corner, being trapped there. And they're gonna say it goes off of Alex Murphy. Nice defense by Ferguson and Baker of the Golden Bears to draw that penalty. Well, now things are getting a little bit tighter here as UBC, the clock is running down, but uh, still not running down quick enough for no. them. This game is, Alberta still has a chance. 3.30 to go, they trail 80 to 68. Alberta just hasn't hit enough shots tonight. They've had some looks and just haven't got it to go. Ferguson, three from 3,000 feet, it's off the mark. That was a good like six, seven feet outside the line. Oh, at least, at Maybe least. 10. I don't know how long that is. I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> Here's Malice for the birds, Josh White. Eight foot five is the measurement I've got. <laughs> outside left, Kamar hits the cutting, Brett Malice running layup, good. Brett Malice with 15, him and Alex Murphy both with 12 here in the second half. UBC leads 82-68, 2.49 to go in the game. I'm getting ready to call this. Let's see if Alberta can hang in there. Baker under the basket, layup no good. Kamar with the rebound. 14 point lead for the Thunderbirds. Here's Alex. 
Come on, guys. Hit a big three here and just put this one to bed. Well, I think they need to waste some clock, set something up, and yeah. get a good shot. It ain't get a three. Outside left is Josh. Here's Malice. Three ball for Brent. This will be the game. In and out. Cordoza with the rebound for Alberta. Kevin Hansen not happy with that shot. I liked it. Josh White knocks it out of Baker's hands. Hey, he's had a hell of a half, and that would have been a nice little sweet clinching shot, Doug. Yeah, I, I just think that Kevin wanted him to hold off for a little while longer. Ah, he was open. It's about entertainment, too. This place would have done a big old cheer. <laughs> foul on Josh White. Yeah, White committing. Uh, he didn't have to commit that foul. Just to reach around and uh, uh, picked up the foul, stops the, uh, the clock. Yeah. UBC did still have one to give. They will be in the penalty the rest of the way. Alberta has one. They've committed three team fouls. Alberta with one to give. 2-10 to go in the ball game. Alberta with it. They are down 14, 82-68. Otieno drives, has it knocked out of bounds. Still Golden Bear basketball with nine on the shot clock. I don't think we can call it just yet, Doug, but 2.04 remaining. UBC up by 14. Nah, it's just looking good. It's looking very good for the birds. Outside right, Baker, top of the circle, Ferguson. I'm waiting for this three. Right side, two on the shot clock. He's gonna drive, and he let the shot clock go out. He didn't know how much time was left on the shot clock. I, ha I saw he had it, Doug, with three, and I just figured he'd heave it up, but he missed the shot clock. Timeout on the floor. Minute 54 to go in the game. UBC with the ball up 82-68. Doug, it appears UBC going back to the Canada West Championship, trying to win it for the first time in three years. Well, yeah, UBC uh, playing uh, pretty good, absolutely great in the second half, actually, uh, to uh, really pull away from Alberta. On to the sideline, Richard Zussman. Richard. Daryl Brent Malish again, the first guy to the bench, sprinting off and taking a seat. UBC has been riding the same horses throughout the whole fourth quarter. A lot of you, Malish, Murphy, White, Burke, and uh, it looks like that's who they're going to go with to close out this bowl game. They're still sitting in front of Coach Hansen, drawing up the plays. Back to you, Daryl. Uh, Doug, should be mentioned, Kevin Hansen got the Canada West Coach of the Year. I mean, to be perfectly honest, he could have won it almost every year in the last nine. Yeah, certainly well-deserved. Uh, Kevin has such a great program here at the University of British Columbia, and uh, uh, he has uh, great assistant coaches. We've talked with uh, Randy Knorr on a number of occasions, uh, Vern Knopp, and, uh, you know, just a, a great staff. 82-68, UBC with the ball, up by four. Here's Joshua White, top of the circle for the T-Birds. They're gonna bleed some clock. Here's Alex, I wanna see just that put away shot. Alex Murphy is fouled, and I'm upset, because it looks like these put the game away. Oh no, they had one to give. I don't wanna see it be a free throw. I wanna see a shot. 82-68, <laughs> and Doug, this has to be a nice one. Inbound, Brett Mellis with the layup, and that will do it, UBC going back to the conference championship for the first time in two years. Josh White with the steal. Dribbles behind his back, Nayu! Oh, he's fouled. <laughs> Nayu will go to the line. And no offense to Nayu, there, there was his chance to dunk. He always tells you he can do it. But he did miss that free throw a few weeks ago in Victoria, so I guess he's just wants to hit it now. Doug, UBC going 
also going back to nationals for the eighth time in nine years. Yeah, if anything would have been an exclamation point on the, on this game, it was uh, uh, Josh White stealing the ball, getting it up to Nathan Yu. <laughs> if he could have laid it in, that would have said, that's it, game's yeah. done. <laughs> Game is done. Nate hits the first. Nate hits the second. 86-68, UBC leading by 18 now with a minute 30 to go. Baker driving, jumpers off the mark, Josh with the rebound. This is all just putting up points now and dribbling out the clock for UBC. Alex Murphy with it, what a second half he had. Fouled by Ferguson and Daniel Ferguson has just fouled out of the ball game, Doug. But a brilliant evening for him, 30 points. Yeah, that's just really a tough way to end uh, the season for Ferguson. Uh, I know he's got one more game left tomorrow in the bronze medal game, but uh, just really tough to, uh, to foul out of this uh, Friday night game. Alex at the line, hits the first. There's the Nana Hey Hey. Alberta. Very slim shot at best at the wild card tomorrow night in the bronze medal game, but 88-68 as UBC now leads by 20. Alex Murphy at both, but Doug, as Josh White checks out, Brett Malice checks out, what a game he had. Both of them did. White with 21, Malice with 17. This is a very good Golden Bear ball team, and UBC had to play as intense as they possibly can the scoreboard might make, make it look like a blow, but Alberta sure played them tough tonight. Air ball by Mitchell, UBC takes over, 109 to go in the contest. Well, I, I think the Bears did, and uh, you know, if they would have gotten off to a, a better start, uh, you know, they, they might have really thrown a scare into the Thunderbirds. Alex Murphy checks out, Doug, what a second half. 15 points for him. Kamar Burke also coming out, only five points. But again, and. Murphy, the, the seniors just delivering tight. Melvin Mayot had 13 points. Jazz Gill getting some Canada West Final Four time into the game for UBC. And they turn it over and Jazz Gill is gonna be called in for a reach-in foul there on the T-Birds. And Alberta will go to the line. 88-68, UBC in front. Doug Thunderbirds trying to win their first Canada West Championship at home in eight years with a win tomorrow night. Well, we'll see uh, in the second game who uh, they're going to be going up against. Uh, we've got Saskatchewan and Trinity Western, a uh, rematch of some recent games uh, that they uh, they played out at uh, at Langley, and uh, that was a split. Yeah. Morrison hits the first. Last time UBC won a Canada Championship at home, Kyle Russell lit up Alberta for about 41, and you did the broadcast with Sam Charles. So you were here. Yep. Morrison steals the ball, and C.G. Morrison hits a three for the Golden Bears as they hit a free throw and then stole the inbound off of the Thunderbirds. It's now a 15-point UBC lead, 50 seconds to go in the ball game. Doug Plum almost turns it over, gets it over to Jazz Gill. He breaks the line. Here's Graham Bath. Thunderbirds can bleed the clock. They've got 18 on the shot clock. This game just coming to an end very shortly. Nate Yu driving all the way, bank shot, and the foul! There's a little icing! Nathan Yu to the line for the three-point play. And I think you're right when you said that uh, people are going to look at the score in the uh, bar, in the paper tomorrow and, and they're going to say, well, geez, uh, UBC really blew them out. But that was not the case. 
First free, the free throw by Nathan Yu is good. And I gotta be honest, Nathan Yu just hit double figures with 10. But he got a lot of those kind of late in the game tonight, I have to say. Well, Nathan hasn't played as big a role in this game as he has in, in other games. Uh, I mean, that was reserved for, uh, for Murphy and Malish. <laughs> but Nate Yu, one thing about him, he'll have a rough game one night and then he'll come out good the second night. So look for him in the Canada West Championship tomorrow night. Under 30 seconds to go now, UBC with that 18 point lead. Three right side for Cordoza off the mark. Jazz Gill with the board for UBC. And the Thunderbirds actually can dribble out the clock now. Tommy Nixon with it as they're trying to break the full court press and they will be called for a eight second violation. So Alberta will get another crack at it. Tommy Nixon and Jazz Gill unable to break the full court press. Well, Alberta, you know, showing they've got a lot of fights and they want to have uh, a little bit of momentum going over into tomorrow night's game. Hananoa with it for the Bears. Here's Otieno outside right. Puts a three up over Nate Yu. No good. Doug Plum with the rebound. And now he'll dribble it out. 91-73 UBC wins. They'll play for the Canada West Championship for the tomorrow night. They're going back to Nationals for the eighth time in nine years. Brett Malish and Alex Murphy become the first UBC Thunderbirds in school history to make it to the National Championship Tournament all five of their years here at UBC. An outstanding effort by the Thunderbirds in the second half as uh, Malish and Murphy, uh, the two seniors, as you mentioned, uh, they were the spark. They were uh, what drove this uh, Thunderbird team uh, to victory uh, this evening. All right, we're going to send it over to Richard. Richard? I'm with Alex Murphy here. Alex, uh, five times now you'll go to the CIS National Championship Tournament. How does that feel? Yeah, it feels great. I mean, it's a team effort, you know. And I just try to lead these guys, like uh, tell them what I know about the game. And I know we played great. One point at halftime, you guys end up winning by 18. What seemed to turn the momentum was your huge three-pointer at the beginning of the third quarter. You took a look over at the bench. What were you thinking when you hit that one? I don't know. I'm just trying to have fun, man. Like, uh, <laughs> just trying to have fun. Hit some shots, yeah. All right, back to you, Daryl. <laughs> they got to get him in the huddle. Uh, Doug, UBC doing it again. Alex Murphy and Brent Malish, though. What a feat, five for five. Brent will be here in a moment. Yeah, great play by the uh, the Thunderbirds. Like I say, in the second half, uh, they just uh, really took over the ball game, and uh, they, I think they just did what they had to do. They knew what they had to do, and they just started executing, and they got it done. They got that job done. Brent Malish coming over to, to chat with us. Throwing a little ball to the fans. It was a tight one. For a bit, you can see Brent there giving a little high five to former UBC Thunderbird, Carlo Villanueva, Bryson Cool coming in to give some high fives. Brent just going over. Let him do his thing, Richard. Let him do his thing. He'll come over. But Brent Malish and Nate Yu, I mean, a great win for the Thunderbird team there, Doug. And you can see the players just absolutely jacked up. Uh, it was loud here tonight, Doug, and UBC pulls it off again so well we'll have our second game coming up momentarily 
with us right now, Mr. Brett Malish. Up oh, here, try now. We got to turn the mic up. Come on, come on, Wayne. <laughs> uh, a little bit, eh? All right, Brent. You and Alex, the first guys ever for this program, all five years in nationals. How's that feel? Feels good. <laughs> we uh, we we talked about it a lot, and we knew no one had ever done it, and that was a goal of ours coming into this year. We wanted to make nationals, and. And during the week, like me and him were a little tired, a little banged up. I mean, we play a lot of minutes, and we, me and him practice real hard. And we we're just like, "Fuck, let's just suck it up." We got fuck. We got sorry. We have we have five games left, and uh, um, like You're we, we, you know, <laughs> we just said we gotta suck it up the rest of the way because we know we're gonna be playing a lot, and we're a big part of this team. So, I mean. We took care of our bodies and we came up with a lot of energy tonight. And Alex, uh, I'm sorry, Brent, your name is Brent. Um, last year, of course, in this game, Canada was semifinal game, lost to Saskatchewan. You sure got the wild card versus SFU last year, but how badly did you not want to have to play in that bronze medal game, the early game tomorrow night? Um, we knew it was going to be a tougher road. I mean, Trinity and Sask are two, two teams that are ranked in the top five right now. We knew it was going to be so hard tomorrow to get that win. So we were like, well, let's just take care of business tonight. I mean, uh, we had a little demons exercise against um, in this game and, and uh, against uh, Alberta as well. I mean, they beat us on their home court on a last-second shot um, in uh, start of November. So, um, I mean, it, yeah, we were just exercising some demons on our part, and we uh, we had talked about it all week. We had uh, had had a sport uh, David Cox come in and talk to us, a sports psychology uh, guy, and uh, it really helped, especially for me. Uh, Brent, first half tonight. Back to you and Mr. Murphy. Only two points each. I was in foul trouble. From, <laughs> I only played three minutes, I think. Yeah. But um, I mean, jo Josh carried us in the first half, yeah. and then once me and Murph, uh, once I was able to play uh, minutes in the second half, um, I mean, every team focuses on Josh, and uh, we know that. So other guys like me, myself, uh, my, myself, Murph, um, Melvin, uh, Nate, um, everyone else on our team. I mean, we talk about this all the time. We have like, you, how do you guard us? We, we, we honestly talk about this, like, how do you guard us? We have so much talent. Any, like, we have about six or seven guys on our team that can go for 30-plus on any given night. So um, if someone's not going, other guys are. And, Brent, what actually really impressed me also with you guys tonight was UBC teams in the past, you were on some of those teams, you guys were constantly being beaten on the glass. This team played awfully tough this evening. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we made it a goal of ours. Um, since uh, we've lost to Carlton in the finals that we had to improve rebounding and turnovers and I think we did that tonight uh, We've done that all year. I think um, our margin hasn't been that great of in rebounds But I mean uh, we, we play a little bit smaller uh, system now and uh, Guys like uh, myself and Kamar have to hold our own in the glass and then we gotta have our guards come in and get some boards I think Josh was a, was a big factor on the glass tonight. So I mean uh, we just got a gang rebound as a team uh, last question Brent um how much are you looking forward to tomorrow night? You're already going to Nationals. You and Alex have never won a conference championship on this court. That's true. Um, again, it's something we've talked about again, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it again tonight when, uh, when we have another, when we have conversation that we always do after a game, and we'll uh, we'll address it and we'll come and we'll come ready to play as a team. Mr. Malish, I'll see you in Halifax. Uh, <laughs> awesome, Ween. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Uh, Brett Malliser, Doug, great game, Brett. That was a possessed individual in the second half tonight, Doug. Uh, he certainly was. Uh, I mean, sprinting off the court uh, and uh, really playing tenaciously on the court. Uh, great effort by, by Brett Malish uh, this evening. All right, everybody. Uh, yeah, why don't we just go grab our uh, Saskatchewan assistant coach, Vernop from UBC.
is going to be coming over uh, to do this second game, Doug. So thank you very much for doing it. Um, Jeff, we're going to get it back to you shortly, but uh, in a moment, Nathan Schellenberg, assistant coach for the Saskatchewan Huskies, is going to be coming over uh, just to have a quick few words for us. I need to take a breath, but we're going to get through this interview first. Uh, UBC 91-73. Uh, Doug, last thing for you on this UBC broadcast tonight, uh, tomorrow night. They're already in Nationals. They're going to play a great team in Sasker Trinity. We'll get to that game in a moment. But, I mean, I really want to see this Thunderbird team pull it off. It was a tough loss to Calgary a few years ago. They lost to UVic five years ago. They lost to Saskatchewan last year. Let's get it done on this court. Well, yeah, I think it's all about momentum, and I think they realize that uh, uh, after we keep harping on this, what was a soft uh, finish to the season schedule-wise, um, they, they really need to get some momentum and some hustle, and they're going to go out there and, uh, and really uh, really go. Thank you very much, Doug. As always, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow night, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Doug, so you get the late start. Yep. Uh, joining us now, thank you very much for coming over, uh, Nate Schellenberg. I got the pronunciation right there, sir? Yeah, you did. Attaboy. S assistant coach for the Saskatchewan Huskies. Uh, our second game, we'll set it up right now. Jeff, we'll get it to you in a moment. Uh, it's going to be the Saskatchewan Huskies, the number three team in the country, taking on the Trinity Western Spartans, number four team in the country. Uh, Nate, you played these guys in Trinity late in January, early this year. Let's split those two games. I was at the Friday night. You lost that evening. Yeah, yeah. But you came back and you beat them on Saturday. Uh, Coach Schellenberg for Saskatchewan Huskies here. This is going to be a tough matchup tonight, eh? Yeah, no, it, it should be, um, you know, a great game and, you know, has the potential makings of a classic, I guess, when you look at um, who's on the floor for both teams and, uh, you know, playing them, I guess, what, three weeks ago, yeah. something like that, or four weeks ago. Um, you know, we both had our moments in those series, and, and to be quite honest, they kind of took it to us for probably six of eight quarters. Um, so, you know, it was a learning experience for both teams, I'm sure, and both teams will be uh, well prepared tonight. Uh, Coach, uh, you're, you've got some really tough big players there, Mike Leifers, Nolan Brudel, Chris Unworth, but they've got maybe the top big man in the entire country over on Trinity Western here, Jacob Dirksen, Canada West first team all-star, won the CIS player of the year two years ago. What's the strategy for Mr. Dirksen tonight? Well, I mean, he's he's obviously the, the key cog in their offense, and, you know, when he plays really well, they're you know, pretty damn near tough to stop. But when, uh, you know, when he has an okay game, which for him is still pretty good compared to most guys, um, you know, that's when, uh, you know, teams can compete. So, you know, we got to slow him down. His big thing in transition, he runs the floor really well. We got to be able to uh, stay with him and not allow him to have any easy hoops. And hopefully uh, we can avoid some easy catches in the post as well and make him work for those points. Uh, and coach this Jamel Barrett on your basketball team, uh, what a year he has for the Saskatchewan Huskies. 26 points per game on the season. Had 42 in your loss versus Tr 25 points per game, sorry. Had 42 in your loss at Trinity earlier in the year. Leads the Canada West in assists. Leads the Canada West in steals. Uh, tell us about this very special basketball player. Well, Jamel, Jamel's a, you know, he's obviously a special talent. Um, you know, and probably the best thing about him is he makes everybody else around him better. And... You know, by him, his ability to score, he draws so much attention that he opens up things for other people. And he's got great floor vision. He's able to, to sneak passes in there that most people wouldn't even try. And, um, you know, he's, he's a tough matchup for anybody for sure. 
And coach, Saskatchewan Huskies, obviously, I mean, you snuck up on me last year when you guys came here for that Canada West Final Four, I'll be honest. You won the national championship last year, of course, but you lost who I thought were really your three best players, to be honest, Sharon Glover, Michael Linklater, and Troy Gottslig. Everybody, a lot of people were thinking, you know, that was just sort of a one and done. You lose your head coach last year also, and here you are back another great year. What does this say about your program? Well, I, I think we've, um, you know, probably not many people outside of us thought that we'd be back here again. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that says, you know, that we've kind of developed uh, our program to the point where we're consistent enough and, and we have enough talent that, you know, you know, it was an exceptional year losing four starters and losing three players of that caliber for sure. And trust me, I don't want to do it every year. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were able to find some guys to help out this year. And I don't know if we still totally replaced those guys, but, you know, this is a different team. And, um, you know, we found our way here and now we're going to try and go again. Uh, Coach, you guys are number three in the country. Carlton, the number one one. UBC won also, so you got that sort of inside track on the wild card, but you obviously don't want to take it to that little voting thing. You want to put it away tonight, eh? What's the wild card? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> obviously don't want to take it to that bronze game tomorrow night, eh? No, um, you know, we're, we're about playing in the moment and, um, you know, taking one possession at a time, offense, defense, and, uh, you know, one quarter at a time, and we go from there. Don't even care about tomorrow night, two weeks, three weeks, doesn't matter. Uh, Coach, last question. What's the key for you to win, and what do you think Trinity's going to try to do? Well, I think the key for both teams, rebounding. Whoever rebounds the ball better is going to win. Awesome. I expect a great game tonight, Coach. Right, Thanks thank for doing this. Thank you very much this. for having me, Joe. Well, we got the number three and four teams in the country. Coming up in this one, Mr. Jeffrey Sargent. Uh, Jeff, give us a little moment right now. Assistant coach for the UBC Thunderbirds, my color commentator for this broadcast is coming over right now. Vern Knopp. Uh, Vern, uh, before we get into this ball game, yeah. you missed your buddy uh, Coach Schellenberg. He was a good interview. Good I recommendation. I told you he'd be a good interview. <laughs> I'm, I'm too bad I couldn't get out here in time to have a few words with him. Uh, Vern, back to your game, 91-73. I didn't see that smile on your face after last year's Canada semifinal game. Canada no, semifinal no. game. No, no. Talk about a talk about a huge difference. So it was, uh, yeah. We're pretty we're pretty happy. We're going back to Halifax. Um, you know, despite the record, it hasn't been an easy road. Um, you know, hats off to Alberta. You know, they've come a long way in uh, Coach Francis' two years there. Uh, you know, what do you say about that team? They played their hearts out and they gave us everything they had. But uh, our boys uh, stuck to the game plan and. Uh, so we're pretty excited right now, but with that said, uh, still a lot of work to do. Uh, you came over at halftime, and you know you said Alex didn't have his best offensive first half. Brett Malish only two points. The seniors, honestly, Vern, they could have played with anybody in the country. Those two guys in the second half. Yeah, no question. I mean, it's something uh, Coach Nor and I have talked about this year, saying uh, you know we just need Josh to be Josh, and uh, but we need Alex and Brent to play well for us, and then uh, guys, two two out of the three guys on the bench coming off to uh, coming off the bench to give us a hand, and that's pretty much what happened. What do you say about Alex? He's been he's been great for us his entire career, Iron Man, but this year he's really stepped it up to another level. And Brent, since January, there have been many better players in the country than him. Is your voice gonna hold up for this game? Oh, I think so. I think it's good. It's uh, actually <laughs> got a little bit back now, so I think it'll be okay. Um, on to this game, though, Vern. The number three Saskatchewan Huskies won this tournament last year, beat you guys, won the national championship versus you guys. And I was questioning to Coach Schellenberg. This is a Husky team who lost Troy Gotsling, Michael Linklater, Sharon Glover, who I thought they're their three best players last year. Here they are back again. That's with a great record, number three in the country. Quite an achievement for this program. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, really what their record 
what they did with the record this year really speaks volumes. Uh, it's amazing. It's, you know, basically, it's they got a taste of uh, what, it, what it was like to get not just get to the championships but win the whole thing. So it uh, carried over to a lot of the players that are returning. Um, you know, obviously they did a great job recruiting uh, Jamil Barrett, and uh, I mean he's just had a fantastic year. Um, you know, Chabot came came in. You know, he's a, he's a veteran of uh, he's played it's the second go around with Saskatchewan now. So uh, they've done a good job of replacing those guys, and they haven't really missed a beat this year. And on to the Trinity Western Spartans, a uh, bit of a comeback off of last season where they missed the playoffs with all that talent. Thought it was the most disappointing season, regular season I've ever seen a Canada West team have. But they're back here, only three losses during the season, and Jacob Dirksen really better than ever this year for the Trinity Western Spartans. Yeah, really not sure what uh, went wrong with it last year, but uh, you know they've they've really turned things around this year, and you know I think it's more of it's just a. a, a fact the veteran guys like uh, Tyrell Mara and Jacob really just said you know really just took over the team not just not just on the court but off the court in a, in a leadership role more than anything I mean they've always put up the production on the court but I think just uh, leadership wise they've uh, they performed well this year and uh, it should be uh, should be one hell of a basketball game tonight and Vern most likely these teams are going to get the wild card but you got Cape Breton five you got St. F six I mean, basically, whoever loses this game tomorrow, they're going to be playing a tough Alberta team who's young and hungry. You guys had to do it last year. You don't want to go to that bronze medal game and basically yeah. put your hands into the judges' scorecards, yeah. you know? No, it's it's a nerve-wracking situation. I mean, uh, whoever loses tonight, you go back home or back to the hotel if you're Saskatch in Saskatchewan's case, and, and you don't get a good night's sleep because you're thinking, as, as fired up as you are to play tomorrow, you know that you know, you're playing for your lives. So... Uh, it's and even then, you know, I mean, I think Saskatchewan's okay. Trini, I, from talking to Coach Allen, he's he seems to think they'll have the wild card in hand. Um, but they did have a loss to Fraser Valley, which could hurt them in in some ways. But uh, yeah, it's it's tough to be in that bronze medal game. But uh, you know, you, you just hope the adrenaline takes over and that's enough to get you on to the next round. Well, I, I'll say this for Trinity Western's sake: one of the big things I saw in the wild card criteria, Vern, is playoff record. And if Trinity loses tonight and loses tomorrow, that's a two and three playoff record. That's not going to beat anybody. Yeah, and, and that's what I was, I was saying. Where it's not it's not a given. I mean, even last year we were we were top three all year long. We won the bronze medal game, and we, it was actually very close to us getting the wild card last year. Everyone just thought it was a slam dunk. And if there's, there's a criteria. I think it's eight or nine or ten step criteria, and. Uh, we got in by the uh, skin of our teeth, so uh, it's not as cut and dry as just your national ranking. So. All right, we're going to send you back to the studio for Jeff Sargent. Jeff, we've got tip-off here in about five minutes' time. I'm going to go take a, get a quick drink. It's going to be a fun one, Jeff. Trinity Western and Saskatchewan, the winner going to Nationals. They'll play UBC for the Canada West Championship tomorrow night. Take it away, Jeff. All right, thanks very much, guys. Uh, Daryl Wiener, Doug Richards with the call. You heard it here, 91-73. UBC downing the Alberta Golden Bears to advance to tomorrow's Canada West final and as well to the national championships. Quick break here coming up on the other side, a look at UBC Thunderbirds women's volleyball as they continue their road for an attempt for a fourth straight national title. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
hello, hello. My name is Tim, and every Thursday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing best punk, hardcore, metal, ska, and reggae music for you from all over the world. We all fall down on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, British Columbia. Jeff Sargent back with you here live in CITR Studio One. And as I mentioned, the UBC Thunderbirds women's volleyball team earlier today off to a good start en route to, for an attempted fourth straight national championship in their first match at the University of Laval. They downed Sherbrooke in four sets, advancing now to a semifinal tomorrow. CITR's Jason Wang had the call live here on CITR earlier today, and he files this report. In their quarterfinal match, UBC Thunderbirds defeated the eighth seed, Sherbrooke Verteor, winning three sets to one by scores of 25-13, 25-18, 23-25, and 25-12. The T-Birds advance to the semifinal round tomorrow to face the Alberta Pandas at 6 Eastern time, 3 Pacific time. UBC dominated Sherbrooke in the first two sets, out attacking the green and gold 28 kills to 13. But the Verteor battled resiliently to win the third set, primarily on the attacking of their offensive leader, René Claude Chevary, who led Sherbrooke with 10 kills. However, in the fourth set, Chevary suffered a right leg injury that forced her from the match as Sherbrooke's comeback would fall short. UBC head coach Doug Reimer says his team did well to battle through the anxiety of their opening match at Nationals. It was by no means our cleanest or uh, smoothest performance, but uh, I was pleased with our first set and how we started and finish was good, but there's definitely some rough spots there, just uh, you know, lost a little bit of composure and... Uh, uh, hard to say, typical first round, maybe a little bit of nerves going on. In UBC's fourth set victory, they were led offensively by fourth-year attacker Rael Queering, who scored 10 kills and a match-high five aces. After the match, Queering spoke on her approach to her service game. It's a very different feel at this gym. It's very loud and very big and open. There's a lot of movement on the ball, so it's just a matter of putting it in and putting it to the right spot, not necessarily serving hard, but making it count so our blockers could do their job. Queering also gives credit to her libero, Brianna Leo-Kent, who defended well in UBC's back row with a team-high 18 digs. She's really mobile on the court. We trust her to do everything, um, and she's never let us down, so it's just a matter of keeping her going and... You know, I'm so proud of the way she's played. Coach Doug Reimer also spoke on the exceptional play by Kuring and Liao Kent. Rael, our right side player, she brought a lot of good energy. I thought she was really good and ready to go. All the team, her teammates really appreciated the energy that she brought to the team under maybe some tough circumstances. And I thought uh, Rihanna, that's our libero, was very, you know, she was pretty steady throughout. She, um, she can do that. I mean, that's pretty good. If you look at it, a number of our players, it's their very first time playing in the national championships, so nice to get 
the way in. Also in the quarterfinal round, the fourth seed Alberta Pandas defeated the fifth seed Montreal Caravan in four sets to advance as the Thunderbirds opponent in the semifinal matchup tomorrow. UBC won both head-to-head -head matches against the Pandas in Edmonton last November, and as coach Doug Reimer points out, it will be a long-awaited renewal in this Canada West conference rivalry. We actually haven't played them since very early in the season, so we didn't see them in playoffs, haven't seen them there, so we got a little work to do to prep. I think they, they just played a tremendous match here today, and uh, we'll have our hands full. Like Reporting at the CIS Women's Volleyball Championship, Jason Wang at Laval University for CITR Sports. All right, thanks very much, Jason. So you heard it there, UBC Thunderbirds women's volleyball team four-set victory over Sherbrooke. Advancing to tomorrow's semifinal against the Alberta Pandas, we will have it live right here on CITR 101.9 FM and CITR.ca. 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Jason Wang with live coverage of the UBC Thunderbirds and the Alberta Pandas. A chance for UBC to enter into a fourth straight uh, national final uh, for a chance at a fourth straight national title. Unbelievable, but... They are on their way. Quick look here. We're just moments away from heading back to War Memorial Gym. Uh, men's volleyball action. Trinity Western University hosting the national championships. The host Spartans just wrapping up their opening match, and they have defeated the Alberta Golden Bears in five sets. So Trinity advancing to one of tomorrow's two uh, semifinals. Earlier, Brandon downing McMaster in four sets. Brandon will take on Laval. And uh, currently tonight, uh, we still have uh, Calgary and Sherbrooke there in action right now to determine the remaining uh, team to advance to the other semifinal to take on the Spartans. All right, we're just a few moments away here from more Canada West Final Four basketball action. UBC Thunderbirds already advancing to another Canada West Final and advancing to yet another national championships thanks to a big 91-73 win over the Alberta Golden Bears. Now, we're just set for tip-off to determine who will face UBC in tomorrow's Canada West Final. Will it be Trinity Western? Will it be the defending national champions, Saskatchewan Huskies? We'll find out in just a moment. Here to call the game, Daryl Wiener. I'm Daryl Wiener. Thank you very much, Jeff. Sergeant Jeff, did the Trinity Western men in volleyball, are they still in it tomorrow night? Do we know that? They're still in it. They uh, downed Alberta in five sets, so they're in action tomorrow. Okay, I just want to know because uh, I expected more Trinity fans here tonight. I'll say that. They're all their men's volleyball nationals, Vern. Well, you can't, can't really blame them for that. <laughs> uh, Vern up with me. I'm Daryl Wiener. We're bringing you the Canada West semifinal matchup. Trinity Western and Saskatchewan. Vern, give me the starting lineups of the number three Huskies. They're the defending national champions, number four Spartans. Starting at the guard spot, number 12, Rajon Shabbat. Number 15, Jamil Barrett. At the, uh, the other guard is uh, number 30, Duncan Jones. In the post, you have 21, Nolan Brudel, and number 24, Michael Leifers. All right, we'll give you Trinity Western starting lineup in a moment. Here's Tristan Smith, Calvin Westbrook, top of the circle for the Spartans. Here's Jacob Dirksen. He is, of course, their top scorer, 23 points, 8 rebounds of the season. Tristan Smith drives, pulls up short jumper left side, doesn't get the roll. Ball sitting on the floor. Tyrell Mara gets it, and Trinity's able to set up again. Dirksen, three ball, strong. Ball sitting on the floor. Duncan Jones comes up with it for the Huskies. Good job boxing out there that time by Saskatchewan players. 
Duncan Jones called for a charge. Tristan Smith took it for Trinity Western. It'll be Spartan ball going the other way. We're just starting. Vern, give us Trinity's starting lineup. Trinity's starting lineup in the backcourt. Number one, Tristan Smith playing the point. Uh, number nine, Calvin Westbrook. Number 13, Tyrell Mara. You have number six, Jacob Dirksen. And number seven, Kyle Costin. Outside right, he's Tyrell Mara. Going against Nolan Brudel of the Huskies. Shot is a little strong. Duncan Jones with the rebound for, for Saskatchewan. Here's Rajan Shabbat, reverse layup. That was wild. Missed that one, ball sitting on the floor. And it's Calvin Westbrook picking it up for Trinity Western. Left side, Dirksen. It's gonna kick it out. Tristan Smith, three ball for Trinity. Well strong, Shabbat with the rebound for the Huskies. Trinity coming out, first four shots, 0 for four. So a little cold to start. Neither team scored. We're a minute 15 into the game. Jamel Bear with a three. That short. Ball is tipped. Costin with the rebound for Trinity. Here's Tristan Smith for the Spartans. We have a whistle underneath. First foul on either team. It's going to be on Saskatchewan. Michael Leafers. Picking up is Michael Leafers of the Huskies. It's actually the second team foul on Saskatchewan. Gonna be a nice battle down low tonight, eh, Vern? Yeah, first first uh, win goes to Jacob Dirks, who did a great job running the floor, getting early position on Leafers, which uh, caused him to grab and, and cause it to, uh, get the foul. 8.30 to go, first quarter, we're scoreless. Here's Tristan Smith for the Spartans. Six on the shot clock. Tough two, just strong, foul, long of the free throw line is good. Tristan Smith gets Trinity on the board, they lead two nothing. Here's Jamel Barrett, leads Saskatchewan at 25 points per game. Nolan Brudel, three right side, and the Huskies are on the board. The big fella, Nolan Brudel, knocks down a three. Both teams getting their last hoop, their first hoops of the game, coming off of ball screens, bad, bad execution on defense, no rotation. Tristan Smith drives to the hoop, pulls up with a long jumper. Here's Saskatchewan the other way. Barrett, outlets the Leafers, can't handle the pass. Turnover on Saskatchewan. Both teams looking a little tight right now. 7.53 to go first quarter. Saskatchewan leading three to two. Trinity takes over on offense. Little surprise with Trinity that last possession. Tristan Smith took a really early shot. I don't think they want to get into a running game with Saskatchewan. That really plays into their hands. Saskatchewan wants to play 40 minutes of full court, full court offense. Jacob Dirksen, top of the circle for Trinity. Top of the circle, Dirksen again. Gonna drive down the middle, position, big power dunk! <laughs> big time move by Dirksen, a little pump fake, right down the middle and throws it over Brudel. Uh, Vern, wow. I gotta say, you don't have a guy who can do that. You, you know what, we've played against Jacob Dirksen so many times over five years, and I think that's the first time I've seen him posterize someone on a dunk. Phenomenal, phenomenal play. Jamel Barrett trying to answer for the Huskies. Wild lamp, no good, but Michael Leafers gets the put back home. 5-4 Huskies lead 7-10 to go first quarter. Michael Leifers, tough player, hey? Yeah, you know, he you know he really knows his role. He just plays really physical on defense, great, and he just plays above the rim. Dirksen in the paint, miss he misses there. Tyrell Mara put back no good. Mara can't handle that rebound. Ball goes out of bounds. Saskatchewan will get the basketball. Dirksen misses. Mara's put back no good. Well, back to Michael Leaf. You know, they don't really run any plays for him, but he just sets good screens, goes to the board hard, and when he does get a chance, he tries to dunk everything. Rajan Shabbat with the bright green shoes, top of the circle for the Huskies. This guy's a score. Driving to the hole over Costin. Shot off the mark. Dirksen picks up the loose ball rebound. Yeah, good job by uh, Kyle Costin uh, making Shabbat shoot over him. I mean, Kyle Costin, 6'8 height, is going to give, could give uh, Rajon some problems. 5-4 Saskatchewan, but Trinity's got the ball. Dirksen, right paint, little baby hook over Leafers. That shot's no good. Leafers with another rebound for the Huskies. 
Jamel Barrett brings it up the other way, and there's going to be an open court foul. Kyle Costin just gives a little bump to Nolan Brudel. One of the things Trinity really has to focus on, if they, if they, even when they score, but especially when they miss, they have to have their transition defense. They're going to do. A, they have to sprint back on defense because Saskatchewan is quick from the quick transition from defense to offense. Nolan Brudel with it for the Huskies. Hills Jamel Barrett, yet to score in this ball game. Shot no good, ball goes out of bounds off of Tristan Smith of the Spartans. Huskies get the ball back, they still lead 5-4, 6-12 to go, and neither team's really got on track offensively so far in the first quarter. No, both teams are still struggling to find their rhythm, but uh, I think the first team to uh, find that rhythm is gonna get on a bit of a run here, possibly. Here's Jamel Barrett inside half court for the Huskies, sporting the headband. Top of the circle, Nolan Brudel. Barrett has it outside left, dumps wow. it to Leafers, reverse layup good. Vern liked that pass, eh? Great job by Barrett, penetrating baseline and just uh, left his feet a little early, but did a great job of finding Leafers down low. Jamel Barrett led the Canada West in assists with 182, but he also led in turnovers at 126. 7-4 Huskies lead. Tristan Smith with a move, big shot good for the Spartans. Saskatchewan now leads 7-6. The Huskies do, 5.30 to go first quarter. Here's Jermel Barrett, outside left for Rajan Shabbat. Top of the circle now. Driving, bank shot, no good. Shabbat, I believe, has missed his first three. And there's a foul call on the rebound. Tyrell Mara got hacked up a bit. And that might be the second on Michael Liefert. No, they're gonna actually call it on Rajan Shabbat of the Spartans, yeah, of Shabbat, the Huskies. Shabbat missed the shot, got a little frustrated and uh, got caught reaching in. I mean, 0 for 3 start, probably not what he wanted. But I think Trini's size right now, um, they're pretty big at the guard perimeter spot, is getting him a little bit of trouble right now. 7-6, Huskies lead, 5.09 to go, first quarter. Into the paint, Dirksen, nice pass to Tyrell Mara, and Leafers will be called for goaltending on that bank shot. Trinity takes the lead, 8-7. Tyrell Mara with his first points of the ball game. Yeah, good job by Trinity, recognizing uh, Tyrell can have a bit of an advantage on, on their uh, guards inside, and uh, obviously Leafers getting over is a little late to, help, late to get there. Mara knocks that pass out of bounds. Will be Spartan Husky basketball. Dude, when you guys aren't playing, I get the teams mixed up sometimes. Yeah, I guess it's a little hard to get used to it. <laughs> as long as you don't get the Thunderbirds wrong, we're okay. There you go. Here's Jamel Barrett for the Huskies. 12 on the shot clock. Has it top of the circle. Outside left is Shabbat. Left paint, Nolan Brudel kicks it out. Duncan Jones for three. Off to the right, Tristan Smith. Easy rebound for the Spartans. Smith has it. Jumper, long, the top of the key, rebound goes to Brudel. Again, surprising, another early shot by Tristan Smith, and here comes Saskatchewan. Nice pass, Barrett hits Shabbat under the basket, and the Huskies lead 9-8, 4.22 to go first quarter. Yep, again, if you're gonna take early shots against Saskatchewan, you really need to hit a high percentage, because again, Saskatchewan just runs the ball down the floor so well in the open court. Left side, Tonner Jackson into the game for the Spartans. Kicks it out, three ball for Mara. That's strong, Brudel with the rebound for the Huskies. Long outlet pass, out of bounds. It was intended for Michael Leifers under the basket. Was knocked away, Huskies will have it, 21 on the shot clock. It's one of the great things Michael Leifers does. He's probably one of the best big men in the country of, of if he doesn't get the rebound, getting, getting down the floor and getting easy buckets. 4.03 to go in the quarter. Here's Rajan Shabbat, averaging 22 points per game on the season. Has it outside right, he's knocked down by Tyrell Mara. 
That'll be the second team foul on Trinity Western. So not a lot of fouls called in this one like there was in your game, Vern. Three fouls committed by Saskatchewan so far, only two by Trinity. Yeah, and actually I think it's been a more physical game than what, what we had, but uh, you know, that's the way it's called right now. Doing a great job so far, it's been entertaining though. Here's Jamel Barrett, just inside half court, looking to drive, finds some room, dumps it to Leapers, reverse layup is good. Give Michael Leapers a game high six points in the game. Saskatchewan's opened up a three point lead, 11 8. Yeah, right now, Trinity's struggling with the penetration of Saskatchewan. Their rotations are a little late. The posts are going over to help, but the guards aren't dropping down. Three ball into the ball game for the Huskies. That's Calvin. Oh, it was Calvin Westbrook back into the game. I'm sorry, for the Spartans. Thank you, Vern. <laughs> Calvin Westbrook on the board. 11 all the score. Shabbat tries to answer with a three of his own for the Huskies. No good. Brudel's tip off the mark, and Jacob Dirksen picks it up for Saskatchewan. Outlet, Horner hits a running. Calvin Westbrook, left-hand layup, good. He's got five straight points. Trinity Western leading in the game 13-11. Three minutes to go, first quarter. Great job by Danny Horner, realizing they had numbers and headmanning the ball to Calvin Westbrook, who was wide open down the wing. Jamel Barrett for three. Now the pace is heating up. He gets that to go. Both teams finding the rhythm now. Those are Barrett's first points of the ball game. 14-13, Huskies lead. Daniel Horner into the game. Top of the circle. Mara, nice pass in the paint. Jacob Dirksen, big shot, no good, but he's fouled. And Jacob Dirksen will go to the free throw line for Trinity Western. Yeah, good job by Trinity recognizing uh, Dirksen had position down low. And uh, I think that's what Trinity has to do in pretty much every game is get him touches down low. Even if he doesn't score, it forces the defense to rotate to him and leaves other guys open. Uh, Jacob Dirksen, 73% free throw shooting on the year. Uh, last weekend in the three-game series victory versus Fraser Valley, Vern, Jacob Dirksen averaged 30 points per game in that three-game victory for Trinity Western, gets the first to go. Yeah, Fraser Valley, um, you know, they're really guard-oriented. They had a few post players out with uh, season-ending injuries. They just, there's just no matchup for Jacob down low. But they still took him to three games. They did, they did. Dirksen goes two for two, 15-14, Trinity in front. Rajan Shabbat with it. Spin move in the paint, tough fadeaway, doesn't get the roll. Dirksen with another rebound for the Spartans. Yep, Shabbat still struggling to find his range right now, only with two points so far on, uh, on six attempts. Kyle Cosson drives left side. Westbrook open three right corner, in and out. Dirksen with the putback is good, but they're gonna call an offensive foul on Jacob Dirksen. That'll be his first personal, and it'll be Husky basketball going the other way. Basket does not count. I think that's a shot Calvin Westbrook wish he had He had back. He's uh, wide open on the baseline. It's one of his favorite shots, but unfortunately didn't go that time. So don't give him that look, eh? The open three right corner? No, you can't give Calvin open threes. He can. He's a very good shooter. Jamal Barrett looking to drive for the Huskies. Over Jacob Dirksen, and a charge is going to be called on Barrett. Yeah, great job by Jacob Dirksen stepping over in there plenty of time caught Barrett leaving his feet a little early easy call for the officials 15 14 Trinity Western leading two minutes to go in the first quarter Trinity Western is going to be in the bonus for the rest of this quarter Spartans on defense still have one foul to give under two minutes to go in the first Spartans with the ball up by one here's Kyle Costin right in front of the Husky bench and Jamel Barrett has a steal, but Tristan Smith got it back for Trinity. Put kicks it out. Dirksen, three ball. 
Got and it. Jacob Dirksen can hit that shot on the year. He was 38% and he showed us why on that one, Vern. Yeah, a tough matchup for uh, Unsworth. Uh, he got he got stuck on Jacob in, in uh, on rotation and that's a tough one for the 6'9 guy to get out there and uh, cover Jacob out there. Duncan Jones left side can't get it to go for the Huskies, but Michael Leapers with a tough rebound in traffic and the Huskies get a reset. Shabbat takes a three ball. Doesn't get the roll. He's been cold. Whistle underneath. That's going to be a foul on Saskatchewan. 18-14 is the Trinity Western lead. Minute 14 to go in the first quarter. Rajah Shabatvert, I'm told this is a guy who likes to shoot the ball. There's never been a shot he didn't like. I think you might have told me that one. Yeah. He's not on here in the first quarter. Well, we saw him play a few weeks ago against at Trinity Western on the Friday. He just basically shot them out of it. Um, poor percentage, but then he came back the next night and lit it up, so that's kind of kind of what he's like he's a streaky player but uh, when he gets it going he's uh, he's a tough matchup Lance Verhoff at the line for Trinity Western hits the first hits the second as the Spartans were in the bonus 2014 Trinity Western with the biggest lead of the night for either team they lead by six minute 07 to go in the first quarter Duncan Jones three right side that's off the mark ball is tipped by Unsworth Barrett picks it up Huskies reset Barrett takes a three ball that's off the mark. Duncan Jones, his rebound doesn't go down. Tristan Smith the other way for the Spartans. Nice pass, Dirksen. He hits the reverse layup. He leads everybody with nine. Trinity Western leading in the game by eight points, 22-14. Yeah, great job by Turney getting uh, holding Scotch into one shot and uh, getting the rebound and going down the floor and getting their own fast break layups. 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. Rajan Shabbat driving, wild layup off the mark. He missed again. Tristan Smith with the rebound for the Spartans. They're going to say it goes off of Jamal Barrett out of bounds. Spartans will have it. 27 seconds to go in the quarter. There's a six-second differential between shot and game clock. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, Saskatchewan hasn't taken a timeout right now. They're uh, reeling a little bit here on, on just struggling on offense, trying to find their range from three-point range. Outside left, Calvin Westbrook for a hoof. Top of the circle now. Seven on the shot clock for Trinity. There's a six-second differential. Tristan Smith, long two. No good. Leapers with the rebound. Husky's going to try to push it. Five seconds left in the quarter. It's Jamel Barrett driving all the way. Wild layup off the mark, but he's fouled. And Jamel Barrett will get some free throws that for the Huskies. might be on Jacob Dirksen. If it is, that's a second. And it is. Tough foul for uh, Trinity Western having Jacob Dirksen with their second foul. Already, Jacob has nine points in the quarter, so that's going to be interesting how Trinity handles that if they're willing to play him with two fouls or not. Barrett at the line gets the 